1: To the cool in the first segment. It's not just us. You saw the title. Total Soccer Show is here. Total, Hello, Total yeah. Soccer is in the room with us. And look, we just ended our tour, but we're going to talk about the tour. The tour was absolutely amazing. Plus, we talk about Barco. Why is he sending pictures of why is he Alan Gordon and himself to people's <laughs> girlfriends? And in the second segment, we talk about Major League Soccer with Total Soccer
2: Show. They hated it from beginning to end. We had a great <laughs> <did> time. Not. <laughs> Red Bulls in there. Columbus Grove, sporting Kansas City. Seattle against NYCFC. And does. We, we learned a cool new pun from Daryl Grove. We have a great time. Wait, do people not say that? I thought people said that. Oh, they I, will now. They will now. Because we right. talk
1: about that and more on this episode of the
3: Cooligans.
4: Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lalas. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby.
2: Yeah. Oh. Where's that energy coming
1: from? Wow,
2: I saved it up, just drank a cup of coffee. (laughs) I don't drink coffee, so
1: I'm going to pass out during this show. Well, if you did, you'd cramp twice, you just cramped up. (laughs) The fans didn't hear that because we just started the show.
2: (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the show, everybody. Hello. Uh, This is exciting. This is, uh, you know. Very exciting. Last week, we had a a host swap. Right, and it was uh it was
1: an orgy of podcasting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I put my hand in that bowl of keys, <laughs> and I came up with Daryl Crow. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something; he was passionate. <laughs> well, you know what?
2: Orgy's not the right word. It was more of
1: a swingers party. Yeah, you know, yeah. today we've upped it to an orgy. Yeah, we knocked the wall down in between the two rooms. You <laughs> said, "Yeah, everybody get on this one bed." <laughs>
2: so, so we are going to be joined the entire show, and we've never done this before. We've never, we've never been joined by uh, another couple. Uh,
0: <laughs> the entire show. We've hit three years. It's about time. <laughs> are, you, are you guys going to introduce us, or is it going to be like on stage? You uh, yo, it's going
1: Yo, win. let us let us talk for thirty minutes before we bring Keep you riffing, on, guys. By all means, riffing. we'll get, riffing. get there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, look at someone trying to get to
2: the action early. Huh? <laughs> so welcome to the show, everybody. I just let's let's start at least by introducing Looking out the window, <laughs> int- introducing our guests, and then we will introduce ourselves because there are some people who do not know what the Kooligans are. But first, we have to just welcome the the Total Soccer Show to two gentlemen
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Didn't expect that. I'm the yeah. only one wearing headphones. Yeah. It really are my ears.
1: <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> There's the sound of someone starting an old moped. <laughs>
2: <laughs> welcome to the show, Taylor Rockwell
4: and Daryl Grove. Hello, gentlemen. Good afternoon. <laughs> Daryl, I can't believe you just made that much of a uh, much, much noise. You usually don't do that on our show. <laughs> so, we have been
2: uh, on the on the World Cup comedy tour uh, with them, but which but just ended. Which just ended. But we'll we'll get to that in a moment. But has as it, it
4: ended if we're all still in the room? I don't <laughs> think it has.
2: We've extended it. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. This is the Cooligans. This is your favorite your the your favorite
1: soccer podcast. Yeah what? I'm saying it with what? these guys right in the room. Oh, absolutely. We're all <laughs> We're also, See myself out. <laughs> we're also the funniest soccer That's podcast. Right. We are the
2: funniest soccer. Oh, come on, dude! You know let's... he
1: can't get back in here. There he goes. He did come back.
2: This is not only the funniest That's soccer fun podcast. Uh, I mean, it, it is a great podcast, but you know, there's a lot of competition out there, and I think, uh, but it, this, I, there's no competition this, out there for I've, I've heard
0: some other pretty gully podcasts. Yeah, this is this is old. where where <laughs> <laughs> point them out.
1: Yeah. Men in Blazers. <laughs> <laughs> I will break this table in half unless you listen. Listening to some Argentinian I, just, I just really
4: like listening to a podcast that has like two really funny comedians on it. And so, Men and Blazers just does that <laughs> yeah. for me. Oh, those guys are hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I want to see if I can make Alexis's head actually explode on this well, show. I've turned,
1: I've turned B red. Let's start there. <laughs> so, We're also the
4: goddamn Gulliest that's podcast. Right, there's no other Gulliest podcast out there. All right? So, you
1: know, I got a gun. <laughs> we strapped up. All right. Yeah, man, we I took mean, it to Atlanta. This, this Gunny. Is, Gunny made it on the plane. <laughs>
4: Gunny and Gunny Jr., I believe. Gunny Jr. Man.
2: This,
1: uh, good thing this hotel doesn't have metal detectors. Yeah. <laughs> no, Gunny got through just fine. He got the penthouse suite. Uh, click, so, click, bang, bang. So uh, again,
2: welcome everyone to, uh, to the Cooligans Podcast. And this, yeah, this is uh, like I said before, we have not done this before. This is the first time we're joined by the, in the entire show uh, with other other podcasters, with other just soccer knowledgeable people. But we not got, just that,
1: also friends. Yeah, friends. Yeah. Very yeah, much these are so. Friends. You guys are certainly acquaintances. Yeah. yeah. One one of the two of these men is friends. With <laughs> <laughs> so the World Cup Comedy Tour
2: is over. We are currently in Atlanta for the MLS All-Star Game. And uh, and the World Cup Comedy Tour ended last night at the Punchline Comedy Club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what an epic, ep-
1: epic ending. Epic is the, the correct word uh, to use. If the, store, if the tour would have started
4: that way, the rest of
1: the shows would have seemed like Garbage. Oh yeah. sure,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're used to being on our show because you really wanted to say dog shit there, and you no. did, you said garbage.
1: I will say motherfucking dog shit, whatever the fuck I want on this podcast. But honestly, it would have felt like I didn't. I honestly wanted to say something nice for Chicago because their show was amazing as well. Yeah. But there was something about the ending the show in Atlanta with the superstars that we had on it. I mean, just yeah. think of the big names we have like Alexis Guerrero's. I knew <laughs> you know that. what I mean? I mean, just the yeah. kids are will be inspired. don't
0: know <laughs> if you show that joke coming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good thing yep. you cannot hear hands up on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a it bitch. It was 75% hands
1: <laughs> up. Uh, <laughs> I figured you would
0: hear, you would think
1: I was going to say Alexi Lalas. <laughs> son of a so, bitch. So it was
0: a standing ovation. Like
4: well, That was the first
0: I one mean, of those I we got.
1: Look,
2: and we're not just, uh, <laughs> you know. Wait, stri- did we?
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh, we, we
4: God, got a standing ovation. Yeah. yeah. We're, yeah wait, you were on the stage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how tall Daryl is. Just, everyone's looks <laughs> just tiny. Him, look, think. they're
4: just less
1: short. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, look, and we don't want to just, we're not trying to just uh, uh, brag or stroke our own egos. Atlanta was incredibly. You know,
1: you're sitting next <laughs> to me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll I, do it myself.
2: I don't. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta, look, we had a great time in every city, except The one. shows
1: were great across the board, except for Virginia Beach. <laughs> for yep.
2: Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach could go fuck itself. <laughs> All right, well, look, there <laughs> except, were some people except
0: there. Except for the TSS fans that were there. Yes. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out to Shane uh, yeah. yeah, Yes,
2: and there were there were people who were there for, uh, for our show. There were some people there that were just there. To, to go to a comedy club and yeah.
1: were angry that <laughs> the jokes were being made. Uh, yeah, there was a family who was like, well, none of this fits <laughs> my religious retreat. <laughs> so I need so, to leave. That's fine. But outside of that,
2: every city we went to was just so welcoming and kind. And, and yes, a- Atlanta, uh, Chicago, also Columbus. Those last, uh, four, Cincinnati as well. Those last four shows. Uh, I think we found a a rhythm. Yeah, uh, and we
0: and then and then we climaxed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, we call yeah, it. Look yeah, look at him getting dirty we, on the cool again. Yeah, it was yeah. the
0: rhythm method. That's what yeah.
1: we call it. <laughs> oh boy, we use we use extended stays, so it took a while. But we finally. Mean, like, I think you mean extends. What do you mean? Extended Stay is a hotel, isn't it? It sure <laughs> is. <laughs>
2: Extends is, is the product. It's who, the uh, sexiest business
4: <laughs> hotel you've ever heard of.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a mini fridge. <laughs> uh, look, you can clearly see I don't need Why? that product. Why
4: would you make it a mini fridge?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, look, we had a great time. And, and look, this this experiment, this project <laughs> of bringing soccer and comedy together with that is currently in this room mm-hmm. uh, was... Incredible. I mean, it, it's easy uh, to we were we were concerned, we were worried, we didn't really even know each other at the top of the tour. But I think now we see that there is a model of something that maybe can keep going for the future. Yeah,
1: I, I, I would say that it took a few a few shows before we would got a format that was
3: mm-hmm.
1: we felt as comfortable as we could feel on stage, and. W- in those last, I would say three or four shows, yeah. it almost, I would even say the last two shows, it felt automatic. Yeah. yeah. Like it felt like we, all, everyone knew exactly what they were gonna do. And I wanna give props. I never do this on the show, I don't give props to other people uh, because as you all know, I'm the amazing one. <laughs> but, uh, you know, these two gentlemen in front of us uh, had no idea what they would possibly do on stage when they got there. You could see this nervousness (laughs) in their eyes. You could see it. Like, we could feel it. Like, look, we've been comedians. We've been on shows with first-time comics or young comics like that 17-year-old in Chicago. A lot of confidence, but you could tell he was still nervous. He Mm -hmm. was faking it while he made it. I could see in both of your eyes that you had no clue what it was going to be like until you got off stage at the first the first show. And I think you felt comfortable after that. And then you were still second guessing yourselves mostly throughout. I think until the last uh, show where you guys kind of had an idea of what was going to happen anyway because you've been through enough shows. I will say this. I've said this before to both of you. You probably still don't believe me. You guys crushed. You guys carried yourselves with a level that a lot of comedians take a long time to get. You guys did absolutely wonderful. And there's people out there who wanted to come to the shows just to see comedy. You definitely got that. And if you weren't sure where you're gonna see the Total Soccer Show. You left impressed. What you guys did was absolutely incredible, and you deserved to sign your name on that comedy club wall. Yeah, that was a big moment yeah. for us. That yeah. was a big moment for us. Yeah, I mean that's a big so moment whenever you're asked. At
2: the, at the punchline, uh, there's a there's a there's a wall in the green room where uh, comedians, big time, famous comedians, signed the wall uh, just to you know memorialize their stay there and the, and Total Soccer Show plus the Cooligans got to. On that wall, what did that mm-hmm. feel like? I, and I know Taylor, you signed your name right next to Mr. William Burr. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ballsy of you, bro. You couldn't even go on the
2: wall
4: with the hats <laughs> right next to Taylor Rockwell and Billy Burr. I like, like that we're saying that as though Alexis didn't do that first. Yeah. <laughs> Alexis is even closer oh, than yeah. I am. I think
1: I actually signed just above him just to be like, Remember <laughs> that? Remember that time we almost I actually buffed
0: <laughs> Bill Burr's signature? I just wrote right over it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt slightly embarrassed doing that because I sort of thought like we, we don't deserve this, yeah. but I also had that same thing of. But no, it's there's a chance no one ever asks us again, right? So we should definitely do it. <laughs> yeah. finished, <right>? Strong chance, <laughs> yeah. strong chance. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could just do it here on the wall if you want. I'm sure <laughs> our lovely hotel in Atlanta would appreciate that. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, look, uh, th- that's the right instinct, just to feel like you don't deserve it. I don't think anyone. I don't think Bill Burr feels like he deserves it when he puts it up there. Although I haven't spoken to him probably, but, but you know what I mean. Like you, every comedian always feels like yeah. there's someone better and, and, that's going to show and, up next week And, and anyway. there,
2: there might be, look, there might be uh, other comedians. I even listening to this, might be like these soccer guys. They shouldn't be on that wall. But to be honest. What that show uh, was one of the greatest comedy shows I've ever been a part of. It was a it was an event. It was an event.
1: Uh, the, the fact that the people who were there the the let's name them Alexi Lalas, Max Brados. Tony, Tony Miola. Miola. Ah, Tony, <laughs> hold on, and Th- Tony opened up. Tony, good, yeah, right? Tony, thick hands, Miola. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, I will break that <laughs> walnut with my chest, Miola. <laughs> uh, we had Jason Davis was in the uh, in the in the audience. That was, yep. that was more like a celebrity appearance. Yeah, yeah. Jason Davis. <laughs> I mean, we had who else was the <laughs> Yeah, on he was there? kind it enough.
2: George Kareishi. George Qureshi, Qureshi, Paul Tenorio. Paul Tenorio. Paul
1: Tenorio. Mitch Hildebrandt, Atlanta United go That's right. Uh, You know, who stopped all those Chicago fire penalties uh, when he played for FC Cincinnati last year. There was so much happening. Mm -hmm. And and every time someone got on stage, it got better and better and better. It was just, it was one of those nights where I look back and I'm like, I get to do shows sometimes where no one in the audience knows who I am. And I still maybe sometimes do well, sometimes you don't. That's just part of the game. And you walk off, you feel confident, you feel proud. I've never felt proud walking onto the stage because everyone was there, was excited. And it was like... I'm a part of this amazing event.
2: Yeah. yeah. I know that there was um, uh, a guy, I, I hate, I always forget his name, but his, his, uh, his Twitter handle is Pinot Mind, at uh, Pinot Mind, the guy that was sitting in the front row. He had yeah. the, uh, the hair. The his, big hair. Big hair. He got, and like
1: the the big, the beard <laughs> big, no big, yeah. big beard with uh, no mustache. Big beard.
2: But he was, uh, he uh, tweeted about the show and he took a couple photos and he was just like, uh, you know, this was, this felt like uh, hanging out with a bunch of friends telling stories. Yeah. And that is, Perfect. you know, we uh, the, the controversial thing, Men in Blazers, did have their show at the same time that we did, and that right. was a concern of our... We were, which like, is
1: a real dick move of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Should have
2: done that. <laughs> but there were there were a lot of people uh, who who
4: left the Men in Blazers show to come to our show. I just wanted to insert that it was supposed to be before ours. They chose to show up an hour late for theirs, <laughs> thus making it the same time as ours on
1: purpose. Yeah.
2: Oh, who knows? A lot of speculation. But look, I I per- Waka Flocka Kuwait.
1: <laughs> I got to put more sunblock on my yeah, head. The interesting thing about this tour Jeez. has been <laughs> a lot. The interesting
2: thing is that people have been coming up to us and it's, it's a little bit of an annoying question of like the people want to know our opinion on Men in Blazers and mm-hmm. that sort of been. I think it's also my fault.
1: It's yeah. totally uh, your Your opinion's yeah. very
0: much on record. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, and it should be. And the funny thing is, like, people get upset thinking that we hate them. Yeah. We did chant fuck Men in Blazers at one point, but, uh, <laughs> and we all did it, so it's not just me and there's a camera, right? Uh, and the crowd did too. I but, meant it
0: more in a romantic way.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make love to Men in Blazers. Uh, I think, it's, I think it goes without saying. I think how I feel is just that I don't like when people condescend to the sport America. You know, Daryl, your country has had over 100 years to develop a culture. We're doing this for 20 years and people get mad at us when we do certain things wrong or we say things the way we want to say. Look what happened to Bob Bradley when he went to Swansea. So I think that night was... Did you just say that U.S. soccer started in 1998? No, but what I'm saying is, like, in 1996, obviously, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, the culture we've developed now of rooting oh, for a league that's okay, not going to okay, go gotcha, away, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. And just being American soccer fans and letting us come up with our own culture, It that night, last night, felt like... A moment for the culture. Mm-hmm. And we used to joke around when we started the podcast, yo, we're doing it for the culture. That was like our way of saying, like, yo, we ain't getting no money from this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, yo, we are. We want to. We want to build American soccer. And you guys are doing an incredible job of that on your podcast by talking tactics and making the average listener a bit more in tune to what's happening on the field that you might not see when you just watch the game from a casual point of view, aka me. Uh, but <laughs> what we're doing is trying to add some levity. And it felt like, yo, why do they get to do this all the time? Why do they get to be the ones that are funny mm-hmm. and they get and say whatever they want. And whenever we even try to do a joke, it's like, oh, look at these idiots. They don't know what they're talking about. And yeah, I get it. Maybe I'm an idiot, right? But at the end of the day, like, we want to add levity. We want to have fun. That night was a. We brought legends from 1994. That's for me. That's when soccer culture started. Was in that 1994 World Cup team. I don't care what happened before that. That was. This is my era. That's when it started for me. We had them on stage with us, yeah. and they were laughing at the shit we were saying. They watched us perform comedy. They watched you guys do an amazing interview and awesome trivia stuff and be funny as hell in your own right. That was wild to me. That really was not just for my own ego, because I I still need more, but that was for the culture. American soccer had a moment. Two British guys who pander to our our fans, and a lot of our fans are apparently... Either just enjoy it and whatever. If you do, that's okay. I think they're being naive and falling for it. They come here and they make millions of dollars to put on shows to interview rap stars they've never heard a song from. And to interview players they jokingly call amazing. And we put on a show with legends and superstars and they thanked us. I'm proper journalists. Yes, and proper journalists. Real journalists yeah. doing the hard work for less money. Yeah, yeah. That, that to me. That's amazing. Here's Take off your goddamn jacket and do some dirty work.
0: <laughs> Here's how I'd like it to go. I'd like for Men in Blazers to be almost the gateway. You know what I mean? The gateway drug that maybe pulls people in. They listen to a soccer podcast. Uh, uh, that's what happened to
2: me. right? Yeah, I, uh, I got
0: into Premier League Yeah, of them. So they do, they do perform a service to American soccer, uh-huh. but then they don't push it forward, right? So maybe if people want to go beyond that, they want to get deeper into MLS with you guys or you know, something really funny with you guys, or they want to get deeper into tactics with us. So right. maybe it could all work out in that way.
1: You remember when they added wolves back into the... Uh the forest and it saved that forest. Do you guys see that video yeah, on Facebook? That's an I'm yeah. Yellowstone, right? Those wolves ain't trying to do that. That's a byproduct <laughs> of what they're doing. Yeah them wolves are there to eat yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well,
4: regardless uh, uh, oh, no go for it I don't want to cut no, you no I, I just like I have mixed emotions about about Men in Blazers uh, for everything that we've talked about I agree with pretty much everything uh, I would say that like I think they began the show I think we heard that they like ran on stage with a giant American flag Ugh. if if I did that on in our show it's a very different context I would say it comes across in a very different way but I think because it's two British guys they're doing it and it's meant to be like look how much they love the United States and to Alexis's point like you can can say Kyle Beckerman is a very good midfielder he's a great number six and he can do this and he can do that but when you start saying he's the best midfielder in the world he's gonna score the game. you know he's that's not gonna happen yeah. you know he's not the best midfielder in the world and I get you guys are hyperbolic you guys exaggerate at times for comedic emphasis but it feels Never like once. they're doing it for a different reason and that's my frustration is yeah, that it, it comes across to me sometimes they genuinely care sometimes they get genuinely into it but I feel like other times it's just saying things that they feel like they need to say to get everybody to cheer. Yeah, which that- is a longer way of saying pandering. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and that's uh, and we, we definitely
0: do a big you didn't do a big chair for Atlantina. Not at all. Seat,
2: so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> y- even uh, throughout the tour, that that was a. Uh, a topic of conversation, obviously, because you were on uh, on the show last week and, and making jokes, and and I think it, it's just something I hope is somewhat settled, because I think we all have our own perspective on on them, mm-hmm. uh, and on, everyone should have, that. And, and they should, everyone so should have their own. Who cares? To Listen to whatever the hell you want. That's that's not the issue. That's
4: the key. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. Because that's the thing we we had we did have a bunch of people say like, why do you guys not like them? Why do you hate them? First of all, I don't I don't hate anybody. Yeah, it's somewhat um,
1: tongue in cheek. No, I was, have a list of people I hate, but they're not on it.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I was speaking for me there. I was pretty sure you had that list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I just think like if you listen to whatever you want to listen to, like I, I don't know, I hate like the term guilty pleasure music because just listen to music, it's fine. You can like whatever you want, you can like that podcast, but I'm still gonna have some issues with stuff. It's the same thing with anything with criticism. You criticize a media because sometimes you agree, sometimes you don't. Yeah, and but what I am proud of is that we did have a
2: show uh, put up right against them mm-hmm. in Atlanta during Which, MLS All Star Week. Joke,
1: and, joke aside, that is ballsy of theirs. It really, we took a chance. We did. Yeah. We have the ability to we move that had show. No one there, right? Yeah. We had the ability to move that show. We all believed in ourselves. Maybe uh, when we when we decided <laughs> on that date. <laughs> yeah. No. We
2: took a, we took a big chance, but I'm, I, you know what? I'm honestly glad we did it. I'm glad that happened in that way because the people who were there. Really wanted to be there and and and, and some out, people did
1: leave that show to come yes, to ours, yes,
2: that was that did happen. And uh, l- we were here last year when we did our first uh, live show outside of New York and Atlanta United. Uh, th- these fans are, I mean, th- th- I I was like almost in, t- I mean, we almost in, t- I was almost in tears. And we did have we did somebody did shed tears on stage. Oh no, yeah.
1: somebody lost almost full hydration. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Magid, who's the fifth member of the World Cup Comedy Tour and really the one who put it together, yeah, uh, he went up on stage. We thanked them at the end, um, and, and boy, boy, that dude, waterworks, man. Yeah.
2: It's a good but moment, it, right? Very, it was very sweet moment. And The I,
1: crowd chanted Herbalife, that was, <laughs> <laughs> that's something he'll never forget. I know I won't.
2: <laughs> that was referencing a, just, a joke that he does. It, it didn't funny. happen
0: in Omaha, I'll tell you that, but it happened in Atlanta. Before we, we're done patting ourselves on the back, uh, you, you guys gave us props. We want to really say thank you, I wanna do it on record, say thank you to you guys. Couldn't for, do it on your podcast. For, how, for how you... <laughs> we did say we'd save it for the Gooligans. <laughs> Um, for how you looked out for us. Like literally giving us advice about how to be on stage. Like don't, don't put your hand up to block the light. Don't yep. put your hands in your pockets. These are, I've, I'm now realizing these are all things you said to me and not Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> like move the mic stands out of the way, put them behind you, all that stuff. And you know, you encouraged us and gave us pep talks mm-hmm. when we thought things weren't going well. So genuinely want to say thank you to you guys for doing that. Many blazers yeah. didn't give us any advice. I know, real jerks those guys. And, I, and I'll just say, uh, I just want to thank Christian for being very funny. <laughs> okay. oh, you want
1: to you thank me for being exceptionally funny?
4: <laughs> no, I, I want to thank both of you, and like like I, uh, Alexis, because the way we had it structured is that uh, one of the cooligans would go, we would do our segment, then another cooligan would go, then we'd end the show as a group. And so I think uh, there was one show where you had gone first, we had gone, then I think Christian was performing. I was beating myself up a little bit; I didn't feel like it had gone very well. Alexis definitely like gave us the pep talk that we needed. So mm-hmm. I think you all have been very good friends and very good uh, supportive
0: podcast lovers. The oh, absolutely. Things, well, a weird experience for us. Is this is a weird podcast. I forgot, I forgot <laughs> this was, is pretty right for us. <laughs> I've forgotten if it was seven or eight performances that, that we did. Eight. We, eight. Eight. So we watched your sets, both your sets, eight times. I was still laughing last night. Yep. That's, that's crazy. I didn't think that would be possible. I was sort of thinking, how am I going to laugh at the same jokes? like like eight times in two weeks. Turns out it's very easy to do that. So, and I think. All right. All right. Alana, when we guys. come
2: back next year. We can do the same ass same as material. <laughs> for the oh,
0: next eight years.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, no, thank you. That it means a lot. You know, uh, yeah, but
1: you were saying thank you to the fans. Uh, you know, everyone who came out. Uh, some people. One dude was dressed like a reverend, the Atlanta reverend, the yeah. United reverend. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 Rev United. I think Rev United. Yeah. Uh, a lot of our a lot of our fans were there. Uh, I, I know some of them had to miss it. Uh, Footy mob. I hope you enjoyed the stage <laughs> at the Men and Blazers show. Uh, never forget. Uh, uh, that's pretty gully though. But honestly, the. Fans Fans who did come out, and fans that couldn't make it, that were like, "Hey, man, I bought these tickets beforehand." Yo, we we got no problem with that. Go! I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, I hope you enjoy any show you went. Uh, we're really, really honored that those fans ch- uh, chose to spend that night with us, though. That was, and I, I'm telling you, I say this a lot, but this is <laughs> serious this time. If they got a night they'll never forget. Uh, yeah. I know, I never will.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was uh, it was incredible. Atlanta was so fun. All the shows are so fun. Uh, it, it is. Uh, it, it's make made me more optimistic about uh, the cooligans may be more optimistic about it. just comedy in general uh, and I hope both of you feel the same way well, that, absolutely uh, this was
1: a big part of our mission statement was to say we're going to combine soccer and comedy and then we're going to take it on the road what if that didn't work you know? <laughs> <laughs> like oh no. But, no but
2: to hear like you uh,
0: knew there were tumbleweeds in that <laughs> <landscape>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
2: you know to hear Alexi Lalas Max la laugh, just laughing in the back and yeah like, mm-hmm. it's wild you know yeah. we,
0: and, and, we usually and hear I'm talking, and talking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know Chicago Red Stars we got a, we got a little word to yeah. <laughs> Also, Alexi Lalas, you know, he cannot hear himself talk for a few minutes. But,
2: you know, a lot of times in in comedy clubs, you know, I'm pretty sure... Tony Miola, Lexi Lalas, Max Bredos, you know, these guys are not going to, hanging out, doing shows at comedy clubs, like, and they're not in the back of the room. Usually the back of the room is a bunch of stand-up comics that are jaded, that have no interest in laughing at what you're you're saying, because they're not up there. <laughs> right. Uh, so, but, but it, it was a, a weird combination of both of our lives, for Alexis and I, to
1: have these two passions of ours, so directly connected to each other. Well, uh, we bring so- comedy to soccer. Very rarely do people bring soccer to comedy, and that's what we did. Last night, yeah, soccer people were at a comedy club. It was insane. Yeah. So uh, th- it was incredible. So let uh,
0: real quick, let's uh, any any particular favorite moments that you guys had uh, from the tour? Oh, um, I I genuinely enjoyed uh, Mike uh, Matash Yahoo performance. Uh, okay, that oh, was wow. very good. So <laughs> that, that wasn't on stage, but so, oh, I wish it had so been. So some people may it should have
1: been on the stage <laughs> of all stages. Oh,
2: some people may have followed our Instagram stories uh, <laughs> and seen that that we learned throughout the tour that Mike Majid loves. Marishyahu. he loves, he loves re- re- reggae. It's reggae
1: rap reggae because rap. I called it rap reggae, and I was immediately
2: corrected. <laughs> yeah, it's reggae rap, <laughs> uh, and yes, it, I, it, it's hard to explain how much he loves this and how energetic he is when he is performing mm-hmm. this. We saw him do karaoke. Yeah. Pick Madis Yahoo. I don't think anybody ever has picked Madis Yahoo at a
1: karaoke bar. Madis Yahoo doesn't <laughs> pick Madis Yahoo <laughs> at a karaoke. He's like, <laughs> he's a karaoke. At his live concert,
2: he's like, I'm gonna do other songs. Yeah, yeah. I don't even like my own. Ma- Y'all want he just- to hear Snow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: He also loves Snow, Informer. He knows the lyrics to Informer. No one. No one Snow, Snow
0: doesn't know the lyrics to Informer. He knows the sequence of cinema. Yeah, yeah. That's I, good I,
4: I want to remind everyone that he informed us that he has a list of 30 songs that he does for karaoke. Yeah. We've only scratched the surface. Well, We've got two so songs. we got to keep doing two well, of well, Polanco get,
1: like, fell asleep. It was, what, asleep? three in the morning? I knocked on your door, <laughs> yep. your room, and I was like, let's figure these songs
4: out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and what did we get? Like 26? Yeah.
4: Oh, we, oh, We got to 28 because we already established too. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: that list exists. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, the host of Inside the 18. Go
0: listen to that if you love yes, goalkeeping. And yeah. thank you again to Mike. For
4: yeah, Mike Mike did again. a lot of work preparing yeah. all of this. Taylor, what's your favorite moment? The moment after the Cincinnati show, strangely enough, because that was the one, to uh, so what y'all were talking about earlier, that was the one where we first kind of figured out the format of how we wanted to do it with us coming up on stage first. And I feel like that was the one where we first one we came off and I think all of us were like, yep, that worked. That hit. That's how it should be. And it was also the one where I think everything just felt relaxed from start to finish that like we had uh, Nas from the yeah. from FC great Cincinnati guest. on there yeah. he's a great guest and it, but I like so is Tyler. So Tyler but I think he, true but I think it was like you have to have that flow like if you have like like it dip the energy dip for whatever reason then it's really hard to pick it back up and it felt like that was one that just kind of built the whole show mm-hmm. and ended with the, all four of us on stage answering questions which I think was the
0: first time we did that yeah. as like a
4: planned segment yeah. and I and I just felt like that was when we really kind of figured things out yeah
0: that's a pleasure for me as well like tinkering so with apolo- how
4: Apologies to Omaha, Kansas City, Richmond, and Virginia Beach for not quite figuring it out before that.
0: Thanks for letting us practice on
4: you.
1: I would say... um I think Kansas City was a cool moment, hanging out with the players and stuff. And yeah. it was sort of like, all right, this is part of what we want to do. We want to go let's to a city. Park. Yeah, yeah Swell Park. We want to go to a city, but it's not just about doing the comedy shows. What else can we do? Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk to your players. Let's hang out. Let's go do stuff. And we got to play footy with them. That's a video that's yeah. going to come out. But I would say probably the biggest moment for me was Chicago. Uh, yeah. Other than the last show. Last show was great. But Chicago was this moment where I'm like, oh, wait a minute. We we're doing something yeah. like Cincinnati was dope but it like just got dope, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago was this thing where like everything felt like, you know when you close a briefcase and you just lock those things in? Yeah. That's how it felt. We felt like, click, we got the format, everything is exact right. And I felt like we needed to figure it out before Atlanta. Yeah. And we brought to Atlanta a finished product. Yeah. So I, Chicago, to me, was the moment where it was a finished product. And it's also special for me to have NWSL players come yeah. up on stage, regardless of how drunk they and are. compete
0: against yeah. them <laughs>
1: You know, especially one from Jersey, right? Shouts to Jersey. But, yo, like to me, it was important to have them there because a seldomly looked at part of American soccer and something we don't talk about enough in our podcast and we certainly don't support enough. But to have them there. Yeah, do better. And to have, yeah, know I should. And We're not going to. Uh, but it's well, better to. Speak than, for yourself. Yeah, okay. Well, one of us will. And I will ride the coattails of all of your hard work. But to me, that was that moment where it was like, we know exactly what we're doing. The audience was wild. Yeah, the yeah. bar next door closed down and gave us a bunch of free alcohol till 4 in the that morning. That real weird. weird. That was okay. amazing. What right. a so, okay. kismet, by the but way. We can't just say that. So <laughs> after the show, we did- That was the first show we had a show following us. So We had to rush out
2: of the room. Exactly. It was in Chicago at the Laugh Factory. And right after the show, uh, I, had, I had texted uh, our friend Will Miles, uh, comedian Will Miles, hilarious dude from Chicago. Uh, and he said- uh, I, I just asked him, hey, what, we, we, a, is there a bar we can go to uh, after the Laugh Factory show? He's like, yeah, next door there's uh, a great uh, bar called Brendan's Pub. And then we walk in, and I, you guys, got I think, got there before me. I walk in, and there was a, a guy. Uh, his name is Drew. I don't remember his last name. But uh, Drew, who's super kind to us, he said... First thing he
1: said to me, he's like, "Hey, did uh did you guys uh buy out the bar? Like, yeah, thanks bar? for the open bar." And we're like, "Uh oh," <laughs> I'm he like, whose credit sweet. card?" <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, You're <laughs> magic, credit card. It's gonna be destroyed. We're gonna be getting Corollas for the rest of the tour. <laughs> he, he,
2: said, he says that, and I'm like, "No, nah, man, I didn't. <laughs> I don't know what that is." So then I go get a drink, and then then I'm informed that Brendan's pub is closing down forever, and they have to get rid of all their alcohol. If
1: mm-hmm. this was the last this night. This was the last yeah. night,
4: so this I, don't, I don't think they had to get rid of all their alcohol. their were of or they were choosing to get rid of all their <laughs> the alcohol. The funny thing is, they
1: were like, weird "We wanted our regulars yeah. to get in here and have all the alcohol." And we're like, "Cool, well, we're here too, <laughs> and so are our fans."
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so what, thank you to the owner of the Laugh Factory for raising the rent. Yeah, <laughs> that's where the weird conditions uh, and <laughs> <laughs> bad circumstances. But what worked ex- out in our favor. What yeah. an
2: exciting end to an evening! We yeah. do a, a really fun and incredible soccer comedy show, and. Then then All of our
1: fans get to get drunk for free. <laughs> what what a deal. You got to go to a Cooligans and <laughs> Total Chan, Soccer Duke Show. Doug Chan man. got drunk twice. He did. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's true. He, t- he tweeted us today about that. Um, I, I do want to say, I like it. Will Miles, he said his name was. Yeah. I, I like the idea of you asking him where we should go, him telling you that place, and then he goes there like two weeks from now and it's just closed. He's like, <laughs> what did
1: you do? Yeah. <laughs> damn, Cooligans. Damn, Total Soccer Show. I never
2: have told him. I actually texted him. I, I was just like, dude, that, that bar that you suggested. It was just a, a suggestion for a bar to drink at. And you you actually suggested the most legendary evening we've ever had. In our
1: <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely incredible. <laughs>
2: uh, my favorite moment uh, also in Chicago. And and uh, I loved uh, the moment seeing the Chicago restaurants and the Chicago Fire on stage with you guys. Yeah. Uh, and, and them just, we just rosy white. Burning Drew Connor over and over, they were just roasting each other. Cook that boy, (laughs) super (laughs) fun. I loved how funny they were uh, with each other. I loved Drew Connor's story at the end of the show, and just kind of—he's easy to roast. I'll be honest, he (laughs) just—he just has that face. He has a roast face. Uh, (laughs) He got that roast face. (laughs) But good dude, that could go so many ways. (laughs) But he's so supportive and kind uh, to the show. But that Chicago show in particular, uh, there was a one. A uh, couple moments because there was a uh, uh, there was a couple there were two couples I, I I only remember one couple's name I think it was Ben and Chloe who, is this uh, who drove from Michigan yes. from Grand Rapids yeah. Michigan three hours to go see us perform mm-hmm. uh, and that in I was like uh, nearly crying that, yeah because I, I just they, couldn't believe that
1: the guy comes up then he he breaks through other conversations just say hey man I just want to thank you uh, you guys were great I, I drove all the way just to see you guys uh, but we gotta go and I'm like oh are you, is everything right? He's like, oh, we have a three-hour drive home. I'm like, oh, what were you in Chicago for the weekend? He's like, no, we drove here just to see you guys. I'm like, that's what you lead with. <laughs> yeah, that's the story.
4: Yeah, that, that was that was one of the more amazing moments for me. Like, wait, you did what now? Yeah. And like, we we had one last night, right, where I was like, yeah, we drove two hours to be here from yeah. Augusta. Forget, uh, forgive me, sir. I forget your name, but that was uh, kind of an amazing moment to just see people like willing to make that trip just to hear us talk about soccer and make jokes. That's yeah. wild.
0: Can I have one final um, favorite moment? Oh, of course, because uh, uh, show who. Was was fun, but I, I wanted to choose an onstage <laughs> moment. Um, it was doing Richmond, doing our, our oh, hometown. Of course, of course. We that was very, big for you guys. Yeah, we were nervous about it because we didn't want to. First of all, we didn't want to have a bad show in our hometown, and we were worried that maybe we didn't get enough people in the room in our hometown. And neither of those things happened. We almost filled the room. Uh, my friend Paul got in the, the back row, which I thought was yeah, we got someone in the back row, so <laughs> yeah. all the way to the back. Um, and then the show was re- really, really good in Richmond as well. Sorry, get choking up a little bit. No, no, but well, like no.
1: you guys were so good on stage, and that was only what our third show, right? Yeah. So you guys were so good on stage. That Your friends were like, hey, great job. They left. That's how fluid it is from your podcast to you guys on stage that no one came up and were like, hey, man, you guys did all right. Like, they actually were like, great job once again. Grab you on the shoulder. Like, hey, you know, this you was win- a good old time. You win, you win some, you lose some, but we had a good time. No tr- one said that. You tried your best up there. Yeah. <laughs> proud of you. You know what? Just never do this again. <laughs>
2: you know? No, but you know, I, I think even for us uh, and, and that show in Richmond, I know your, you know, your wives were there, mm-hmm. uh, family, friends. Uh, there was part of us, uh, I know I felt, I'm like, oh, I want to show up for these guys and really make them proud. Because I know when we do shows in New York and I know your family doesn't go see you. Uh, never. Do shows ever.
1: Yeah, people driving three hours to go see my mother five. Minutes away. Never seen me perform once. True but, story.
2: But it is a, it is a good feeling because you do want to impress and and make the the people in your life uh, not question your decision to do a soccer show <laughs> as a full time job, right? <laughs> <laughs> so good. good. I, I I did my best to make you you know you guys look good as well. So thank, thank you. you. That was
4: uh, and every other city. What Christian just said there was that he could have tried harder. Hundred <laughs> percent, without a doubt. I <laughs> think that's the one thing we all notice about a set.
2: <laughs> Give it about sixty percent every other show. <laughs> uh, it Went to 80, not 100, <laughs> but
1: 80. I do 60% of of the time, 100%, whatever. You know what I was going to so say. So again, it's going to be hilarious. Uh,
2: so to <laughs> anyone listening to this, total soccer show fans, Cooligans fans. If we ever do a show in your city, we have it figured out. It, it, there are no yeah. more practice shows. No. Right. <laughs> we know what we're doing, and they're really. I, and I. And I'm genuinely saying this, and I'm not just trying to sell a ticket. The tick. The shows are super, super fun. Even when I was not on stage and I'm watching everyone else perform, I'm like, this is a goddamn entertaining show. And I'm. I'm highly confident that the people who came to the Punchline had a much better time than at the Tabernacle uh, yeah. last night. So that's. I genuinely feel that way so and that's not even throwing any shade or negativity that is just pride and confidence in what we're doing so
1: hold on a second and if you're in a city that we didn't get to let us know Let us know if you want us to come to your city. Sure, some people have.
0: There are more than eight
1: cities in America, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: What? All right, so let's get into... Well, there's one
1: city. There's a couple towns.
2: Let's get into, uh, being that we are in Atlanta, uh, let's talk about, really, it's not even all-star stuff that is uh, sort of making the headlines right now. Uh, We didn't get a chance to talk about this last week because it uh, it happened right after we recorded, but Ezekiel... Barco. Oh, boy. Yes. (laughs) The God. God. (laughs) This is why MLS has been missing. Absolutely. Who knew that it was...
1: Just sitting there in Argentina for years. Yo. <laughs> I knew I knew they had designated players. I don't know if they had designated players. With two A's.
3: Oh, yeah. wow. So you, Ezekiel Barco. I know some
1: people
2: have heard about this, some have not, but Ezekiel Barco uh got suspended for I believe three games, uh, by by Atlanta United for and this is the headline that is uh currently on DirtySouthSoccer.com. It is it says Ezekiel Barco benched after alleged romantic overtures towards teammates' girlfriend. So the issue with this headline is that the word overtures is in there I don't
1: know Who, who knows what that means Nobody knows what It that Doesn't means. it sound like He was like singing uh, To the guy's girl As she's on the balcony What are you talking about Yo he sexted ain't? That's it He's dick, sending we, them dick pics We know dick pics We know you know Just sexting we, yeah. know, we know those things You know I actually It's not in the article I just want
4: to make it clear That you two just said That you know dick pics Oh yeah but I'm not
1: I sure actually, that again, I but. actually know what he sent It's not in the article uh, But he sent The article Not the article. the article What he sent Was the picture of Ali and Gordon with his junk in his shoe, <laughs> yeah. and yo, that's immediately a romantic overture.
2: <laughs> okay, we I mean, look. I pass that around to everybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's on my. That's gonna be on my Christmas card. My uh, mother
1: got it on her phone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I know for for us for the Cooligans, this is a this is I mean, this is the juicy stuff that we <laughs> right love. over there, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, That'll be
2: fun. <laughs> that we love to talk about. Uh, well, before we get into our takes on this, yeah. I know the, the the interesting thing from from the in, in the soccer community was that this caused a a divide amongst Atlanta United fans right the The John Gooden
3: thing
1: uh, th- what'd you say? Yeah, <laughs> Alan Gordon. yeah,
4: yeah. The- Alexis texting his mother. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: The question was, does he have the whole thing in the shoe? <laughs> or is some of it not in the photo? Did he yes. tuck? I love the piece on the New York Times. <laughs> yeah. You could tuck.
4: <laughs> Alright,
1: enough. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't about Alan Gordon. <laughs> we dedicated yes, a long episode. Hey. hey! A long, veiny episode. <laughs> <laughs> to, to Alan Gordon.
3: <laughs> Christian made it subtle. <laughs> and he he, made- knocked right yeah, he
1: put his whole
2: hand So we're talking about Zico Barco at the moment. Mm -hmm. But this caused a divide uh, amongst the the, amongst the fans because some people felt that this is a subject that is uh, quote unquote personal should not be uh, you know shouldn't be reported
1: on wasn't a sports thing. uh, What are these people talking about? I get to watch what they eat every day of the week on Instagram. I believe Christian set this up as before we get to it. (laughs) Why
4: don't we let them talk? Alexis is in. (laughs) I didn't hear that part. I
1: blacked out during that part. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> so real quick, what are your thoughts
2: on that uh, that issue Alexis? Uh, uh, amongst the fans and having uh,
4: sort of fighting about that, whether it should be reported on? I'll cede my time to Alexis. No, 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 no to go go I got
1: a better idea. Let's tell you TSS talk. <laughs>
4: Um, I think when you say there was like some reaction from the fans about this, I think specifically it was the Atlanta United fans, right? Uh, yes. I mean, and that's because they don't want their team disrupted. This is obviously gonna like cause friction, cause drama, cause more headlines. People are gonna be paying closer attention to what's happening on and off the field with Atlanta United. But I think every other fan in the league is more so like, what did what did he do? What was the what was the overture? Was it singing from a balcony? Was it a dick pic? Yeah, I think if you're oh god. <laughs> You're saying he like drives interest, drives attention. Well, it's just No, it's just more so like I, I think, look, I get why Atlanta fans wouldn't want it to be in the news,
0: but mm-hmm. I think it is unreasonable to expect people not to report a story like this. Because here's the thing. It is a sports thing yeah. because he was suspended for three games by the team, right? That, that's so, what makes it relevant. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it is relevant, and I think it's just good to know why. It's good to know why this happened, right? And the reason it happened is something that Rob Ujiri, uh, for Dut Itsef Saka seems to have uncovered. He said he had two sources, right? Yeah, yeah. He didn't name his sources, which I think is just about fine in the British sense which means it's actually fine Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it is newsworthy uh, that this happened because it led to uh, Barco being suspended if it was just gossip and nothing soccer related came of it then maybe not but something soccer related did come of it It, and one of the things that soccer related that came of it is Andrew Carlton got more minutes
2: Ooh, there
0: you go that's how you develop youth players right there Uh. (laughs) you you sign horny young dudes from other countries and you get these dedicated young Americans let's take take these firm dick Argentinians up here. Uh, That's how the American
2: player grows. No pun
1: intended. When they start to grow, we start to grow.
4: Remember earlier when I said this podcast was weird? We've reached a new level.
1: The momentum continues. Here's my point. All right, look, I think this league has an issue with trying to run this stupid idea of a proper soccer league and then looking at how do I break through mainstream America? This is it. This is the moment. You take a player that most Americans have no idea who he is. 99% of Americans don't know who this player is. And they probably don't know which player, you know, that has the, the slutty girlfriend he was chatting up with. Right? <laughs> no one knows. Here's the way. This I think it was Wayne Bridge. Huh? I think it was Wayne Bridge. <laughs> Hilarious. <How lame laughs> Here's how you break through. The league needs to start leaking this information to the mainstream news. Let's get on Center. Let's get on New York Times. Sorry, Barco. (laughs) but we're about to drive all over your integrity. (laughs) But this is how you develop uh, interest across the other day. This is something ESPN would love to talk about. This is something WFAM would love to talk about. Everybody, which is a big uh, radio sports channel. Everyone would love to talk about this. This is what we need. Putting this down is stupid. Just like the DWI the DUI, whatever it was. Uh, 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 Kyle Kyle Aaron. Aaron. Mm -hmm. Why are we hiding this? Being on TMZ is good for the league. (laughs) So what? You got to shit on the integrity of one or two of your players. I mean, you're probably not, you know, figuring out when they have a concussion, right?
4: <laughs> you're letting them play, so this is not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm with you on that because it's yeah. not. It's not as though they, I genuinely am because it's not as though it's like this player got a divorce and he's emotionally destroyed, right? Like you're you're not capitalizing upon the pain and suffering of a person that is their personal life. It is in this case a person who has like tried to infringe on other people's personal lives. I would say, and I think like those stories. Same with Kyle Lahren, Like you don't get protected just because you you are an athlete that people like. That's not the way it works. And I think then you look at the other leagues that you're talking about, and yeah, you get those stories. They they bring headlines. They bring attention. I mean, there's a reason why the Kardashians are famous, and it's not because they make good clothing. Like People want those Just stories. It's good, makeup. Just good makeup. Yeah, of okay. course. Yeah. Obviously. Also, really fun games. <laughs>
1: they got yeah. great apps. They got good apps. <laughs> uh, you, I, look, I, I will say... Look, are, you, are you guys sponsored by the Kardashians? <laughs> <laughs> we would love it. Are you kidding me? Come here to get your fake is. This
2: is uh, what makes it so uh, <laughs> reportable, and the reason it should be reported. And and I, I agree with Alexis and Taylor in, in that there is that that opportunity to g- gain some interest in the sport, and it should the, the story shouldn't be put down. But a player getting suspended, and Atlanta United is arguably the biggest team in uh, American soccer at the moment. So it says seventy two thousand people. Exactly. So uh, w- a one player uh, getting into the this scenario this this situation is yeah, you got to talk about it, and if you're in, in soccer media, if you're ignoring it, you're doing it wrong, right? Because this is this is these are the times. I mean, it's not even about clickbait, like what Salacious, salacious,
0: salacious stories. Yeah. Come yeah. on, get in there. Yeah, because yeah, like a sanitized MLS is not an interesting MLS. I right? think that was actually the sex that was sent to Ezekiel Barco. Yeah. Come, on, <laughs> come on, get in there.
1: Come on, get in there. I'm sure she said that. You've been hanging around with these guys out. too long. I, know. I mean. you know. I'm gonna
4: get you back to Richmond, and
0: we'll we'll clean it up. And right. I know some
2: Atlanta United fans listening to this probably don't agree agree with us but there is a uh, uh it's bigger than you right it's 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 almost it's very beneficial to the sport to just talk about it, you know, you we were talking to Alexi Lalas last night uh, at the show and just asking him, you know, why he p- sort of portrays himself the way he does and the, sort of the persona. But it, it's hard to say. Even the people who do not like Alexi Lalas, they are talking about soccer with Alexi yeah, Lalas, yeah. and mm-hmm. that is beneficial
1: to to for the bigger picture. Did
0: he, it, he literally refer to himself as a performer? He right? said, yeah, yeah. It's, "Yeah."
1: He he admits it everywhere that it's performance art, and mm-hmm. people still get upset. And, uh, and Ezekiel Barco like, loves to perform. It's like it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, he wants to perform on everyone, uh, whether whether they're hitched or not. Uh, but it's like, Miss, Mr. Steal Your Barco. Yeah. People getting mad at Alexi Lalas is like someone offering to pay for vocal surgery for a mime. It's a it's a show, dude. And you, you like, be a part of it, right? It's good, right? Uh, what I get, I get so upset that stories like this are are like pushed down by the league and, oh my God, don't do that. What's the worst that happens? He gets sold back to Argentina. You know what I mean? Or he's not going to go to one team. He'll go to a different team for what? You're going to lose a couple hundred thousand. You're going to gain so much more in getting more fans interested in the sport because they're just going to hear of what's happening. And to some degree, American soccer is like nondescript. No one knows what's happening. It's almost emotionless, right? No one knows what's going on there. Having some of these stories that are nat- like national stories and that connect the things that happen to regular human beings. There's a lot of people out there that have had this happen to them. They'll connect to the sport.
2: Exactly. Show
1: but yeah. those. What do they say to comedians? Show your wounds, right? Show your veins, whatever they call it. This is a term. Show your scars. Uh, yeah, show your scars. That's the word they don't right say there. They show your veins. <laughs> show your veins. Come on, no you're just going to do heroin in the hallway. Uh, but show your scars. That's important. you got to show your vulnerability. This is part of being a human being. This happens. Show it. I wish more people knew about Ian Hark's and Eric Guinaldo and all that stuff when it was happening because it would have gotten more. Well, John Hark's. John Hark's, my bad. Ian, Ian Hark's would is, yeah. be a more controversial yeah. story. <laughs> well, he went far for that. John Hark's, it's something that you you sort of more people would connect with, and it's uh, stories that people would tell to this day, as opposed to, "Hey, did you hear what happened twenty years ago?" Nah, son. Let's see those dick pics, bro. <laughs> what, what did I always say about the Alan Gordon thing? If you want to get out there, you got to show the whole dick if you're going to get on the news. <laughs> well,
2: I have no interest in seeing Ezekiel Barco's dick uh, or anyone else's dick. At MLS. Speak
1: for yourself, buddy.
2: <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, so just hey, to kind of
4: just wrap that up. I do. I, I,
1: <laughs> I hope he did. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm using the wrong words in
0: the wrong room. Right? Right now. I mean, it's important
4: to remember that we began this by Alexis mentioning
0: extends, and I'm like, Here we are
4: now. I do, but the but my main fact, question, thank
0: you to extends for sponsoring today's show, <laughs> yeah. yeah, whether my, they like it or not.
2: My main question, uh, is uh, how do you think this affects the locker room, right? They do do people do the players lose trust for Ezekiel Barco? Is it something that they can look past? We don't know exactly what kind of messages, uh, who knows if
4: these will be released. I Whether it's good or bad. First of all, we're assuming it was sex, right? We're assuming it was text messages. Like, it could have just been, he got drunk and hit on somebody at a party, the player took issue. Like, we don't know for sure. You guys are so digital.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're millennials, bro. Um,
4: oh, that's true. That's true. So it, so, it could have it been something. But, 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 but yeah, I, I think no matter what, it, it's bad. And I think like like reporting aside, I mean, just imagine being on a team where there's one player who you know is going to hit on like, your girlfriend or your wife or what have you. You're going to be a little bit suspicious of that player. You're not necessarily going to trust them. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't bleed into on-field performance, but it certainly has an effect on the locker And also, room. where is, is Ezekiel Barco getting all this confidence, man? He has braces, dog. <laughs> Yo. Yo.
2: What what? Also,
1: didn't he get married right before? before? before the beginning of the season. Barco's not married. Is he married? I think he did. I think he got married like a couple weeks ago. That is wrong. There's no way. He's a child. Why is he getting married? Then who's the other guy that they signed? Escobar. Maybe he's the one who... No, Escobar.
4: I don't know.
0: I think Escobar... (laughs) (laughs)
4: Meticulous research. (laughs)
1: I don't know why he said
0: that. (laughs) Somebody got married. Ezekiel Obaka got married. Psh, Get out yo, of here, yo, son! Don't you ever disrespect my knowledge, my guy. <laughs> the internet said um, he has a girlfriend. He did have a girlfriend who's cheerleader, now they're married. That's what the internet says. Bang, bang! You know who told me that? Gunny told me. That. <laughs> Gunny never wrong. <laughs> Gunny knows all the gossip. <laughs> Gunny spilling tea. <laughs> do, you, do you like my theory that Gunny is actually English? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that's an English nickname. No, no because yeah, because it's an English nickname. Yeah, because yeah. if, if his name was say Gun, he'd be called Gunny. But right. also, he's not. He doesn't feel welcome in England, so <laughs> he feels a lot more welcome over here, which is not a good thing. Right. But, I mean, so Gun, you, Gunny goes. And Gunny he was Gun.
1: used to take over the world. Yeah, it is a very. English
0: I, is this a thing uh, that affects
2: the Atlanta United locker room? Do you think it actually? Uh, Thank you for bringing them? us back to the question you asked ten minutes ago. Impacts them negatively.
0: Can you, I'll give you a guess: is that maybe this stuff happens way, 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 way more than than we hear about. Yeah. Okay. So there's a good chance, like you know, say Robbers, we got all that grief for reporting it. There's a good chance this stuff happens more regularly than we know, but doesn't get reported. Well, yeah, I would agree with that, except that there's a reason why it was reported this time, mm. and I think it, I'm, I'm going to guess that
4: it's because somebody said that dude did something that I don't appreciate, and I want the world to know about it. Ah. That is my. Feeling on so that he one? He was sort of named and shamed. That's how it was reported. Yes, yeah. I think so.
2: Uh, do you think he went to uh like Atlanta United HR or straight to Tata? What do you, how do you handle
1: it? I think he's just stopped trying to see Tata's, uh, especially. With other uh, <laughs> Thank you for letting me find a way to wedge that joke in here. Uh, I've been thinking about that one for a minute. Uh, <laughs> I think, no, I
0: think you nearly got it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, and that's the sharpness. That's why he's the sniper up there. Um, I think this is obviously going to split the locker room, but if this is, this is one of a thousand things on the list of things that are splitting locker rooms on a day to day basis. This is no different than other teams and other players on other and other soccer, other teams and other sports. This happens all the time.
2: Okay. So uh, so to wrap that up, hey. uh, so let's... Uh, Remember kids, wrap Dicks. it up. Before, there we go. Before, I have uh, to. You know what? We'll do this in the, in the next segment because we're going to be talking about Columbus a little bit. So uh, uh, so we'll take a quick this break. There's another segment? How long is this show? This show, this show is quite long. you guys. This is one of seven segments, dude. You guys shouldn't have agreed to do this. Uh, so we'll be right back right after this.
1: Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Cool Guns. We want to break in with a little message from our sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek, right. they love us, and they're the only podcast they
2: love.
4: No one else? <laughs> <laughs> They've never sponsored another podcast. Thank you for taking a chance on us <laughs> I will say our promo. Code. I will say our promo code right now.
1: SeatGeek. Uh, they can't leave us alone.
4: They, they absolutely they can't.
2: And you know, SeatGeek uh, is the official ticketing partner of Major League Soccer, and and not just not not just soccer. You can go to concerts. You can go to shows. Maybe great
1: comedy shows that maybe feature soccer podcasters. Yeah. Listen, we were we were listed on on SeatGeek yeah. if we played soccer, right? <laughs> and if we were maybe <laughs> musical concerts. The cool thing about SeatGeek is, look, you get the app on your phone. It knows where you are. Everyone knows where you are. It knows exactly where you are. You're not selling it. They're going to be terrified now. It's <laughs> no. listening to you right now. No, what it does is it knows where you are. It knows what shows are going on around you. And here's what it does it's not just selling you tickets. No, no, no. It's finding you the best deal across all the other ticket sales sites. So you're getting the best deal no matter what. And guess what? Because you listen to Cooligans, you're going to write Cooligans. And the first time you see Geek, guess what? Someone's going to show up and they're going to put $20 in your pocket. It's pretty dope. 20 bucks. <laughs> they're going to be like, yo, my They God. do without you looking. They just <laughs> sneak up and yeah, drop it in. Right, right behind you. While you're at the concert, <laughs> you just. You just just right, right behind you right in your press pocket it's awesome someone's gonna be like yo my guy I heard you use cooligans, he's $20. Yeah, definitely. And if you use any other promo code there's not going to be a guy saying
2: yo my guy I heard you use you know it's going to be that guy that particular person who yeah. goes to every person who uses the promo right. code.
1: Like if you if a guy walks up to you and he's like hello I heard you use you use the wrong code. That's not that's not our code you use the wrong code. Or, so. if, or if a 12 year old with a massive beard shows up you use the wrong code. What you got to do is use
4: pay hate code. show.
1: So go to (laughs) Download the
2: SeatGeek app, use the promo code COOLIGANS, and you will receive $20 off your first order. Do it now. Download that app right now. Yeah, baby, we're back. Uh, we are, and we're gonna do something. Uh, you know, we know we talk MLS, and
4: yeah, that, baby, that's, that's, that's <laughs> did I do it?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, you you landed that play.
2: <laughs> uh, we are. You know, we don't hide the fact that we are. Uh, we're very pro America. I don't know. You know, the, our, our two podcasters in front of us uh, can't really say the same. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, we're gonna do something they've never done. We're gonna talk MLS. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we need to
0: dance with an American flag for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys shave your heads real quick? <laughs> so,
2: you know, because they they get a lot of. Uh, 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 complaints I know from your listeners or some, sometimes your listeners feel like you don't talk about MLS you know oh really you've been talking to them <laughs> uh, look I'm collecting I'm yeah. compiling
0: a list Quinnipiac poll says <laughs> I feel like you're coming for us next yeah. uh, but, no. I
4: feel like your source on that is Gunny <laughs> Gunny's never wrong
0: we should, we should listen to Gunny uh-huh. <laughs> so when he's so
2: very intimidating. if any of your listeners uh, make that complaint you can direct them to this episode yeah exactly because exactly. you, you all guys right. are going to be <laughs> doing uh, t- uh, talking all Major League Soccer see that's,
4: that's, that's cleverness right there when people complain about our show, direct them to another show.
2: Let's <laughs> nice try. Yeah. Nice what try. Don't you
4: like about our show? Well, tell TSA. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so let's talk about a couple of, of the games that, that, that stood out uh, this weekend in Major League Soccer. Uh, let's start with uh, in the order that, uh, that, you know, that they were played in. Uh, <laughs> so let's start. The New York Red Bulls hosted the Columbus Crew uh, and lost this game two to three. Uh, so a, a couple things I start b- before we talk about the game, we, we should talk about Zach Steffen because there was uh, news of a, a potential sale to Bristol City
4: and that 3.9 w-
1: million if I'm not mistaken. You know what? You probably are mistaken. It
4: didn't matter because it didn't go through. It didn't go uh, through. well. It
1: wasn't accepted. Mm-hmm. It was rejected. In fact, that? which yeah, that's the I'm, opposite of as accepted. opposed to like miss, you know failing a, a, a physical or something. Okay. What the hell is Columbus doing? <laughs> so yeah, that is. A, uh, I'll put that question out
2: for everyone. Uh, what is Columbus Crew doing? Do, is it is do could they use that money and and made a mistake by not accepting it or do they think that they can push far into the playoffs and possibly win an MLS Cup uh, and they need Zach Steffen to do that?
0: I mean, I think. They need zach Steffen because he makes the team better that's that's obvious mm-hmm, right yeah. he's probably the u.s national team starting keeper right so maybe right. his value is uh, he, maybe they just think he's worth more than 3.9 million um and maybe they i, I don't know how the um, mls money works but maybe it's it takes longer to reinvest it in major league soccer right because if you're using it as gam or tam or whatever you've got to make a lot of trades happen to move stuff around it's also outside the the transfer window is closed or the trade window is closed right for mls so you can't sign new players at this point
4: Nope, no, no, okay, you can't.
2: yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, when you say trade window and transfer window, mm-hmm. I don't think
4: there's a there's a
2: there's no difference, right? You can't make trades outside of the transfer window. Am I wrong by
1: saying that? Well, who knows?
0: But uh, <laughs> well, basically um, what I'm saying is it's, you take that $3.9 million. So I think it was dollars. Um, I don't think you get a goalkeeper mm-hmm. as good as Zach Steffen for that. Probably because that's a really low bid for Zach Steffen. I actually think you're wrong because oh, remember yeah? a lot of these, a
1: lot of these deals would be made with Tam and Gam and all that. Yeah. So the value is an exact dollar for a dollar when it comes to the play money we have here in MLS. <laughs> you know, the, the fake bank account yeah, that they are pulling dollars. from. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's, there's a lot of uh, goalkeepers that are good enough within They're U.S. They're not Zach Steffen. Yet. They're yeah. not Zach Steffen. But I don't think Columbus needs. It's great to have. I don't think they need Zach Steffen. Zach Steffen, I don't think, makes them an MLS Cup champion. I mean, he made some saves against the Red Bulls. He, incredible. Look, he's an incredible keeper. Mm-hmm. And probably the guy that I want to be the number one. I think he's earned it and deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least a shot at it. I don't think he's necessary to win a, to win an MLS Cup. I think worse goalkeepers of one MLS Cup with teams not nearly as good as Columbus. His wife, I, you
0: know, if you're Columbus Crew, I would rather have Zach Steffen than $3.9 million in real money or MLS money. I mean, yeah,
4: and, and I, I genuinely wonder, like, I know, I don't think these directly coincided, but, like, you look at Alfonso Davies, obviously Zach Steffen, not Alphonso Davies, but, I mean, that that like, the amount of money they're getting for him, if you're a Columbus Crew, million, right? you think, you know, th- this is probably the U.S. goalkeeper like, going forward, and, you know, if, if you're getting $12 million for Canada's next generation, we'd like a little bit more money. On top of that, Bristol may be a nice enough City, but I have to believe that Zach Steffen thinks if I'm going to move, I would prefer it be a Premier League club or a La Liga club. And I think maybe that also factors into why that move didn't happen. Do we think Bill
1: Hamid was a good goalkeeper when he played in MLS?
4: Most of the time. I did. I think, but that <laughs> might be. To Zach Steffen. I, I think Steffen's better. I think Steffen's better. Yeah. By how much? Like scale of one to
1: ten? I'm asking. For a reason. How much better is he on a scale of scale one to ten? 10? 10? If Zach Steffen is a
0: let's say an a eight banana, out of 10. I don't know what that scale means. <laughs>
1: you are, come on, you know from scale
0: one to ten, one. Major. Right, let's say Hamid is a seven out of ten keeper and Steffen's an eight out of ten yeah. keeper. Right. So Bill Hamid went
1: to Michelin and can't even get on the can get on yeah. the field.
0: So maybe Hamid's actually a five out of ten keeper. <laughs> but
1: what I'm saying is, it's like it's not a guarantee that you're going to get a lot more money. And if you do, it's not a guarantee that that. But well, you're setting up that a straw man scale.
4: argument here. You're setting up like, well,
1: Bill well, Hamid did succeed in their show. I'm yeah. just saying.
3: I'm
4: what I've learned from being on tour with Alexis is that he wants to win the argument and he wants to win it like by basically you know yeah. setting up the argument so that it favors his argument 100%. in this situation I don't well, okay fine then let's talk about any American goalkeeper who's gone and succeeded in the Premier League after playing a major league soccer that could be Zach Steffen so why can't that be the case because, why you got to be Bill Hamid
1: because Bill Hamid I would say was a comparable keeper maybe not as good maybe not as flexible and Zach Steffen is younger but I think Bill Hamid had a bigger uh, resume a longer resume of success within the league or at least looking good within the league <laughs> and he goes to a team like Michelin, which is, I would say, worse than Bristol City. Am I wrong there? I'm kind of taking that shot. Um, And I would think Zach Steffen probably would not find it as easy to start. I don't know how much money Bristol City has. 3.9 million feels like a lot of money for a keeper. How,
0: How about this? Did we know if Zach Steffen wanted to leave? Did anyone hear anything? This like... This is America, where they want to go doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> we send players no. wherever. Dax McCarty don't want. But to was go was there a story Florida? that like, Zach Steffen was mad that they re- rejected his move? To I Europe. have
2: not seen any kind of story uh, like that. And 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 seeing his play, he still, uh, you, especially the game against the Red Bulls, he still looked very motivated uh, to play for the Columbus Crew. All
0: right. Uh, so no, it's it's it. He didn't go like half stretch on the side. Right? He, <laughs> he went all out still. I have a sinister <laughs> theory
4: that I've just realized here. What's up? Is there a chance um, that Anthony Precourt didn't want this move to go through because he wants... Uh, the team, if maybe they're not in Columbus next season, to be as strong as possible in their first season to justify that move. And it just makes you wonder if maybe if you were like just completely interested in like gutting the team, uh, then he maybe would have entertained that sale and let it go through versus eh, we'll keep him, we'll keep the U.S. national team goalkeeper, and now if we move to Austin, then look, we've got this shiny new goalkeeper that everybody should be excited about.
1: I mean, I don't think a goalkeeper is of his ilk is as important when you can find comparable Maybe not nearly as good talent. Hold on. One what, what I'm hearing because is disrespect people. for goalkeepers. This no, is me
0: tell you, like, all pizza is the same. Oh, my God. All right. I mean, I it, pretty, it, it pretty it much is. Hold on. Let
4: me go get Gunny real quick. <laughs> it's no, dough, I, sauce, and cheese. What more yeah, do you yeah, need? It's oh, fine.
1: Oh, 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 <laughs> it worked. It really did work.
4: Oh, and I hear, if you put, I hear if you bake it on a screen, it's totally delicious. <laughs> I'm going to bite a piece of this table up and use it to stab both
1: of you. Here's the truth they can use that $3.9 to go get themselves one horny little Argentinian.
4: <laughs> That's gonna be well, flash. But they can though. Better. They can't. How much was Barco? Fifteen. I mean, so okay, so you can get a quarter of Barco. There's other players. A slightly
1: less horny Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one who uh, gets a, gets the stuff out more during the day and uh, <laughs> <laughs> tries to text out the girlfriend of other players. I think you can find really good talent for four point three. How much was how much was Kaku? I do not know. Uh, he was it was double digits Can right? Can we look this up?
2: Yeah, let me look this up. Uh, I, I don't
1: know. But Assad, I mean you there's players Please please sink his argument right here. <laughs> I don't know if Which- 3.9 million finds you the greatest DP young. Is DP. it 3.9
4: because you've got 3.9 to 4.3? It, it is it,
0: it 3. is 3.9. Okay. I can confirm that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is 3.9. Once we're writing. doing an the next should we talk about the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is, so uh one thing I did argue want, with <laughs> one thing I
2: did <laughs> want to uh, uh sort out with the game was uh Patrick Mullins. Patrick Mullins, I think this is his second start uh and first goal yeah. for uh for the Columbus crew uh was traded uh to, to Columbus from DC United. Was not uh once Wayne Rooney got there. There's no, there's no. Yeah, we don't need you, Patrick Mullins. (laughs) Patrick Mullins, uh, former NYCFC player, went to DC United, uh, and actually last season he did great. I mean, he had he had one, I think, four goal game uh, last season. Yeah. Uh, He's uh, speaking of comparable, comparable attacker, maybe not a starter on every single team, but looked pretty confident uh, playing for Columbus and playing in. We we you know we talk about Greg Berhalter. We were talking about him last week. Uh, you know Possible future U.S. men's national team coach But it seems like uh, Columbus might be the place For Patrick Mullins Why are you smiling
1: Alexis? 6.25 million For Kaku Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, why wasn't I, double digits That's okay.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I love that you're resting on that one And not the fact that you led with They could just go out and get Barco <laughs> That was your initial argument No, no, a horny argument okay. <laughs> And I just want to add uh, While we're on that topic uh, Dough made the same day is just fine for pizza Anyway Tin
0: tomatoes are fine
4: But I want to say with Mullins like I think it was really important In my opinion Wait, sorry, did I step on what you were saying? I thought it was really important Because we went to DC United's home opener Last season, mm-hmm. right? And you remember Marcelo Savas uh, missed the penalty I in the first game? That, yeah. if, I think it finished nil nil. Didn't really work out for DC. And there are those moments when a player who's like making their debut or like very close to their debut, can miss an opportunity or really mess something up. And that be- can become like a mental block for them, a mental obstacle. And here, if Mullins missed that, it would have been a problem because Jesse's artist is wide open. Wide and if open. he squared that, yeah. it's an easy goal. But the fact that Mullins finishes it, I feel like that really sets him up to have that much more confidence going forward. Was this
0: the goal from the, the Harrison Affle uh, through ball? Yes. You know? yes. Oh, yes. So yeah. This was a joy to watch because I love watching the Red Bulls. I do like, I know you guys are more CFC. No, fans, no. no. Not, we, we think they're very exciting yeah, to watch. So I'm not yeah. saying this to <laughs> Ryu. Right. Like really? the high press, the no, to get upset to more. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys are going to die.
2: <laughs> Red Bulls, keep talking about them, please. Yeah.
0: Like that stuff is thrilling, right? The high pressure is thrilling, but it's also a reminder that it just leaves massive, massive, massive holes. And if you have a player like Harrison Neffoli who's just smart enough to play that just one time pass through the middle of them, yeah. it can break the whole thing wide open. <laughs> and so is, Mullins well, capitalized on that. I think what I love about Berhalter's system is that you get someone like Giasi
1: Zardes who has... No reason to score. I mean, there's just <laughs> everything is working against him, including his touch. Uh, and he's able to score what? He's over double digit goals now, uh, playing for someone like uh, Burhalter, and it's all tappins. You get someone no, like Pedro. All tapp-ins. I mean, I a lot of tappins.
2: It's, it's hard to get tappins in major league It's soccer. not
1: easy. And I look, he's, <laughs> but he's more of a poacher now in the way he's playing the game or sort of someone who's just in position to receive yeah. a, a perfect cross than anything else. Uh, you get someone like Mullins who can also break a player down a little bit, score on his own, find his own scoring opportunities. I think this is a win-win for Columbus. I think Patrick Mullins has needed a situation like this. He's one of those American players that when he played at NYCFC, I would look at and go, wow, he's pretty good. I wonder what he would do when given the right opportunity all season, and he's not going to get it here because David Villa is here. And we're seeing that I think he has the opportunity with Columbus to be their starter up front, all the time,
2: and you, th- and you think uh, Zardes and him can uh, play well together? I, I don't know how often uh, they play with two strikers, and, and Mullins is not a guy. He can't sit behind Zardes. He 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 just needs the ball right up front uh, uh, and and to get those opportunities. I, like, my honestly, one big don't thing, thing about no one thing about <laughs>
0: Mullins. I've always liked Mullins as a finisher when I've seen him at DC and at NYCFC before. Anytime I've seen him as part of a press he he looks absolutely lost he doesn't know how you know you just do the thing of like you direct pressure one way or another right yeah, so like yeah. I'll, I'll stand to your right to force, force you the to pass, yeah, yeah force you to go to the left i've seen mullins get that wrong so many times <laughs> it's it, it's embarrassing so i'm interested in how he manages to do that for for health.
1: let us have our own culture Daryl. maybe <laughs> we want to be bad at the press for a little uh, look, bit look
2: columbus is at, they've had a couple uh, rough games they they played at yankee stadium a couple weeks ago uh, and and they were pretty much yeah. dominated. They barely touched the ball. Which yeah, is
1: they, a, lo- a, they lost in nine innings. It
2: was very bad. <laughs> it was a, was a surprise. But NYCFC, I, I know, uh, I remember I, there was a, the post-game conference. Uh, Domi Torrent mentioned that uh, he put, when he subbed in Kwame Awa uh, into the game, he just, he said Mark uh, Iguain just that's man mark him. Don't let him do anything. And after a couple minutes, Burhalter subbed off Iguain because the, the the they they just couldn't run the ball through the middle anymore. So and also surprising because the Red Bulls do not lose at home. It's very uh, rare uh, nowadays. So they. they Columbus, the fact that they got this win and even with all the stuff going on with Zach Steffen,
1: pretty impressive. So I'll Very be, much so. Yeah, so. And for the record, of all the stuff I'm talking about, Zach Steffen, he looked incredible in this yeah, game. Yeah, he made a couple mm-hmm. of huge huge saves. He looked $10 million good. I would say so. At least 6.25.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, no negotiation. This is not the negotiation table. <laughs> I, I'm still curious, Alexis, with your pizza tours, How do you, do you just take people to different Sbarro's or what
1: What do you do? <laughs> we take them to all the Sbarro's and then we learn uh, how good vomiting can be for <laughs> <laughs> from both ends right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All Ooh, right. you vomit it
2: out your butt <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next up let's talk about Sporting Kansas City against FC Dallas oh the Michael Barrios game <laughs> the Michael Barrios game has been renamed oh. <laughs> like Rumble in the Jungle this is the Michael Barrios game yeah. right?
1: <laughs> that was, he took over this game yeah. Michael mm.
2: Barrios uh, scoring all the goals for FC Dallas they win this game 3-2 to two, uh, at Children's Mercy Park so it seems like every, every they showed no mercy <laughs> <laughs> City, we. Boo! <laughs> I was gonna let that go. <laughs> <laughs> but we. So it seems like uh, the first boo of the tour for you, I think. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we visited Kansas City and clearly gave them uh, some bad luck. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they, they did not win this game, but uh they, again. Team a, a team, especially last season, so such a strong defensive team with a great goalkeeper that's worth a billion dollars in Tim Melia. Uh, <laughs> Is he though? <laughs> goalkeeper of the year. He, he's, <laughs> he
4: was he was bad in this he, game. I think he had uh, he he got he got embarrassed a little. bit. I think he got megged. Yeah, he got megged. He, yeah. he, he did he did the classic goalkeeper thing of thinking you can get to the ball like because like for the second goal I believe it was was yeah. the mag. Um and he like comes running out and then I think realizes I'm not going to get to that ball and also I have exhausted the space where I can use my hands yeah. so then he just kind of stands at the top of the 18 like here I am I don't know what I'm doing and then it goes right through his legs oh. it, was, it, it was a series of poor decisions from uh, Tim Melia who is otherwise a very good goalkeeper
0: I, I was most impressed I think Barrios megged him with the outside of his foot right yeah sliced with his Oof, de- yeah. the outside of his foot and put it through <laughs> Melia's legs go on Barrios
1: my, my favorite moment is Barrios has had moments throughout the season where he can't do stuff like this mm-hmm. so when he megs him he still looks over Tim Melia <laughs> to make sure it went in <laughs> because he was just like I know my luck and then <laughs> it's not going in. <laughs>
2: but it, FC Dallas did look good, and uh, I was concerned after Mauro Diaz was uh, sold to uh, what, what Qatari team or whatever? Dubai L-I-E or something like that? Some right? Dubai. I mean, he, good for him, making more money, uh, but he's going to be... He's going to have a great time playing in the Middle East. Uh, a lot of sunblock. <laughs> a lot so, of uh, So, but they, they still look pretty good. And they're uh, sitting in first place in, in the Western Conference. Very close for uh, a supporter shield uh, position in the first position. But they the, the hat trick was incredible. But the also Herzo uh, Fernández, yeah, that, uh, his goal, uh, and, and we're seeing we were seeing this from um, uh, Johnny Russell uh, earlier in the year. Scottish Maradona. Scottish Maradona. He, it's, Scottish We're seeing like that's, it's rubbing that's, off.
4: That's just Scotch with cocaine. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's rubbing off on the other players. By and, the way, see? Diego Maradona just woke up.
4: <laughs> his
1: ear is ringing. <laughs> He's like, I'll do that. My nose is tingling. Uh, so he,
4: that's, a, that's how he senses it. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: he, I gotta go. I'll be right back.
4: But if you
2: haven't seen this goal in the 50th minute, Herso Fernandez uh, scores. Just, uh, just he. It, I, it was it, it was Ulloa, and I forgot who the other p- person was defending him. But just. <laughs> cuts up these two fools embarrasses <laughs> right at home being like yo this is not your house uh, uh, cutting cutting across both players uh, then outside uh, the, uh, curving it
0: around uh, the keeper just very very impressive so this is one of my one of my pet hates is what Oyoa does um, for this goal he comes along, I can't, yeah, I can't remember who the defender is, same as you, yeah, yeah. but he comes along and it sets up like a two like a two defenders mm-hmm. um, yes. versus Fernandez. But then he only uh, half Martínos tackles. Marquinhos Pedroso. That's what I was going to say. And because Marquinhos Pedroso <laughs> um, is there, Elloa does like a half tackle. And because Elloa does the half tackle, uh, Marquinhos Pedroso kind of doesn't step towards uh, Fernandez. And then all of a sudden, neither of them have made a play. Yes. So Elloa's presence, instead of doubling the, the defense that Fernandez had to face, he really halved it. So he he was not helpful.
2: Yeah. It, it's one of the even when like uh, I, I I hate every time I make an example of uh, of like when I play soccer because I'm not good at it to begin with but I do know that being in that position you you always feel like there's no way he's gonna get it. there's two there's two of us and one of him there's no way <laughs> so you you just pre- presume that one the 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 player with the ball is not gonna make any move that could possibly get cut through these yeah. two defenders or you also think. The other guy got it. He's a competent defender as
1: well. (laughs) (laughs) Two is better than one. There's definitely no diminishing returns here. And where did that guy just go? (laughs) Uh, But I want to say, yo, Herso, if we're going to call him by his Latin name, which I like. Everyone else Mm -hmm. saying Gerso. uh, Herso, one thing that I loved about him is when he did cut... I we remember this from when um, Jack Harrison was playing on NYCFC and he did the same exact cut on uh, on the Montreal player. I can remember the uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I forgot the name, but it was against an impact. Yeah, when he cut and he was like, "Oh, that worked!" <laughs> like you felt like there was a hesitation. Well, he's English, so. yeah. <laughs> there you go. He was like, "Tricks well, like, I did something with my foot that didn't involve raking someone's at the back of someone's calf. Uh, he looks up and he was like, "Whoa!" And I'm open. All right, let me try this curling shot. And when he did, he was excited. Harrison was like. This is exactly what I should be doing at this moment. Here's this <laughs> dope curling for this. Yeah, it was just this. It was great, like this the certain angle he had that he curled it around the keeper, but he kept it low as opposed to trying to go like as you guys would say top bins. You know, <laughs> he kept it nice and low, and I think that that was what what was so impressive is everything was the highest probability of scoring. Everything he did it from that moment on versus like oh, let me just send this shot and see what happens. It was really really beautiful. It was impressive.
2: So uh, let's move on to uh, the Seattle Sounders uh, playing at Century League Field. Welcome. New York City. Football Club.
4: I enjoyed watching the extended highlights of this one uh, in your room with Alexis because it was just a series of like scribbling notes, and then every time Seattle would score, just <laughs> slamming was <pens. laughs> So angry. Totally so unbiased. Angry. Everybody
2: <laughs> impartial <laughs> opinions about this uh, about this game.
1: And the reason I slammed my fingers because I was watching the backline of NYCFC.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, Seattle wins this game three to one. Seattle Sounders having uh, a very rough season, but NYCFC uh, had a, had a Thursday game against Orlando, which they which they won. Uh, and then, what were you going to
4: say, Taylor? I was just going to say, you, it was Orlando. You didn't need to say it. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably so in other <laughs> words, they had an easy game. Record, <laughs> <then>. <laughs> they anyway, send your emails to, what's your email address again? Yeah, it's show at gmail.com. You're the one who yeah, it out, right? A, like, what, Orlando, I know we're going to talk about them in a second. What, 1, 12, and 1 in their last 14? Something like that? 1 one and 12 in the last 13. Oh, okay, good, 1 and 12. Okay, there you go. Wow. Yeah. Not, yeah. not a good record. We, I Matt them. Doyle was right.
1: I clicked on the phone <laughs> 100%, by the way, and he's retweeted his own tweet like uh, seven man. times just to piss off the old man. No. He's a monster. Yeah, <laughs> I, love, I love Matt Doyle. But the um, if you go to the forum page on MLSsoccer.com, it's just the series of red, yellow, and Ooh. green. And when you get down to Orlando, you're like, ah, ah. It's <laughs> all red, except for one little green in there. It's shocking to see. Yeah.
2: So the Seattle Sounders win this game 3-1. to one. NYCFC looked uh, poor. Lethargic They looked lethargic They uh, were uh, So this is uh, The only reason I'm mentioning The Thursday game Against Orlando Is because uh, Head coach Domi Torrent Did mention That he had a big issue With the schedule The fact that this game uh, They had to travel From Orlando To Seattle And the game uh, Only on three days rest and the game was scheduled early in the afternoon. It was at 2 p.m. So th- there is a bit of a difference because it's incredibly hot at at 2 p.m. And if the game was held maybe at 8 p.m., it could have been a little bit. They they could have been a little bit more com- competitive and wouldn't have been as fatigued. And I think we saw oh, fr-
0: and we know as well from a uh, pickup game uh, in Chicago. Yes, when you play in the heat um, on artificial turf, you get more, 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 more heat. Exactly, it reflects. W- why am I b- cramping on this podcast? Up. Yeah,
2: because on, on your podcast, I c- <laughs> I did catch a. cramp recording uh, TSS. Yes. Because of you know all the all we've done all the effort we've given mm. in, was, in that it heat, it's was
4: time wasting. Let's be real.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, just trying to conquer your, your way through the podcast. But
4: from everyone I've ever spoken to
1: who's played on turf, because let's be honest, I'm not an expert on here. Right? I'll admit my faults. I don't like to exercise. Uh, <laughs> everyone I've I've spoken to who's played on turf says it gets so hot. Yeah. playing on turf, something that you know grass has moisture in it, turf doesn't. So it just it just steams up, and yep. you just you feel so much hotter. And it's at, like it this,
0: reflects the heat up instead of absorbing. Yeah. Right, yeah.
1: and also this was an issue for a lot of youth players. A lot of youth players were getting dehydrated and mm-hmm. uh, heat strokes because they were playing so long on on turf. Some some older podcasters as well, <laughs> right? Yes, Absolutely. Totally. Some people who are pretending like they're in their twenties, uh, running around here <laughs> acting like you still got a chance at a career it was Roman. Child, get good at FIFA. Uh, I think the real issue is is why are we still playing on turf? But let's not talk about that. NYCFC <laughs> had a scheduling issue, but that also doesn't excuse how bad that is. It a, scal-
2: a scheduling issue? Yes.
1: Uh, Yes, because we don't have a balanced schedule. Why okay. don't we have a balanced schedule? Well, we, don't, know,
2: we know why we don't have a I don't need
1: schedule. to be single. End- I mean, I, we don't need to be single table. Or I'm forever going to be single entity. I don't need us to be single table. I don't need all these other things. Just get a balanced schedule. Supporter Shield just means you acquired the most points throughout the year. Well, it not, doesn't mean you played the
2: they're, same they're, schedule as everyone else. There aren't even a balanced number of teams in each conference. So it's going to
0: be a little bit difficult to get there. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I ask you guys this? Was this the first bad performance under the new head coach whose name escapes me right now?
2: Uh, Yes, I will say they they did lose. No, they they did lose. They 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 lost to the Chicago Fire. Well, I wouldn't call it a bad performance. As as opposed to a great. Performance by Alexander Katai. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, rough, rough outing uh, on the road. But this game, they're clearly tired. Uh, I, I, I personally think not enough of a uh, uh, change in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, Jonathan Lewis probably should have started this game. And uh, Kwame, <laughs> that's, the, that's the story of NYCFC, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
1: I don't know. Well, Jonathan Lewis should be starting the yeah. game. Yeah.
2: Well, well Yoinga Brigitte got
1: to start, and uh, which we know, I love <laughs> Yoinga <Yo-Inger-Burget. laughs> Brigitte. So look, we can okay. get into I our issues, but would I would love to be. Yo- to I would love to get paid to do nothing. <laughs> he scored a couple goals. Right? A couple goals. Wow. <laughs> Let's get him a statue. <laughs> anyway, the but
2: I think the 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 that le- the lethargic uh, uh, you know effort was clear in the, especially in the first goal. Christian Roldan scores in the 36th minute. Mm. But it was a, a deflection off of Ben sweat, and and that deflection was not uh, pursued. I, I forgot who was uh, who who tried to chase the ball down, mm. but Christian Roldan got there first. Roldan looked like a fox in the box. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: he, lo- he really looked like a striker. It was <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah Yeah and that shouldn't happen Against no, no. CFC I did like that turn And shoot that he did I mean those are I don't think of them As high probability shots But when they go in Everyone's like Ooh mm-hmm. Who knew you had that In the toolbox And then the goal From Gustav Fenson, Which is a, a crack
4: Decent and a, a Decent You yeah. Yeah. had to replace The netting after that I, But at least that, I, that was when the pen slam Happened by the way <laughs> no. But I look I
1: saw that and I Yeah th- because our own Defenders are taking Each other out That did happen yes Yeah, looked like <laughs> Did
2: it deflect off of
1: someone Or no I, I thought it did No 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 It no. didn't
2: I, could, I couldn't exactly tell yeah, I think tell. it was
1: a Slight deflection, but it actually went closer to Sean I, Johnson. Anyway, so.
2: I thought Sean Johnson oh, right. should have yeah, done, yeah, yeah. done a
1: little bit yeah. better uh, with that one.
2: But it that w- deflection it,
1: almost helped him, though.
2: I mean, it was it was, it, it was a great uh, shot, and Gustav Fenton yeah, the last remaining uh, MLS player in
4: the World Cup. Yeah, he had he was excited
0: yeah. to be back home. Sean Johnson, three point nine million. <laughs>
4: Uh, But I'll say, but uh, Christian, to your point, I I feel like that goal was also very uh, symptomatic of a team that's very tired because you had NYC sitting so deep that when that ball spilled to Svensson, it was sort of like, oh yeah, we're supposed to step now. And it was everybody stepping, but it was one or two steps maybe slower than they would be otherwise. And I think if they're not slower... They maybe get a block on that as opposed to a slight deflection.
2: Yeah, it's, it's surprising just because NYCFC did have uh, what two weeks ago they had three games in seven days and won all three. Uh, but this
1: was the thing that took them down, man. I mean, they're starting to get gassed. That happens. But I will say, Dominic Torrent has had a really good run. He took over a team mid-season. Yep. He's had he's won he won the derby, which is awesome. This doesn't excuse looking bad after three days rest and traveling. This has happened before. He's been on teams that have played in Champions League games, three days after playing league games. Uh, what do you have to do? Maybe you don't get get as much training in, but maybe you do that the tank, or maybe, maybe you maybe do the turf rolling. is new
0: to him. That's Probably. a genuine suggestion. Actually, maybe. Yeah, yeah,
1: maybe that is. And you do get more tired playing on turf. Mm-hmm. It's not great for your uh, tendons and your legs, but I'll fine. I'll give him that. Good Point, but still, this isn't the first time he's had to play a compact schedule. He just played three games in a week and won all three. I'm not saying he needs to do that every those time. Were,
4: those were at home to, to, you know. There's no excuse for them looking as tired as they did. Okay. And we yeah, have I mean, other I mean, players. Because you could try, I mean, that, that's when you try new things, right? So, like, if you don't have pizza sauce, you just use pasta sauce, and they're basically the exact same thing. Actually, they are. One's cooked, and <laughs> pizza sauce is not cooked. So you try to troll me, and yeah, you're right.
3: <laughs>
1: so I'm still angry for some reason. (laughs) uh, Have you
2: guys... Paid attention to uh, Domi Turan uh, in the league, and or, or did you pay attention when he was with Pep at Manchester City? What what have been uh, your thoughts on him and his,
0: you know? So honestly, um, because of the World Cup, we kind of checked out of MLS oh, for sure, a whole sure. month. So we've mostly missed the the Tarrant thing. What okay. you mean a yeah. uh, World Cup twenty fourteen?
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> been checked out of MLS. Since
1: then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, listen, we're we're talking about a league that has less fans than the leagues you're talking about. So we're really making fun of ourselves. But uh was, you, think, was your
4: show around in twenty fourteen.
1: <laughs> yes, it was just in my head. Okay, there <laughs> we go. So much better than men in blazers back then.
3: Um, All right, let's. Uh, but hold on, to oh, Matt, yeah. to,
1: he he coached. Messi with Barcelona, back with... He's been with Pep this whole time. He's coached, um, you know, in Bayern Munich. And now he's coaching Manchester City and and, and won the league, essentially. Uh, the, the word assistant is implied here, yes. right? Yeah yeah, 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 yes. He was okay. an assistant coach, sure. But he was a coach on those teams. He was a part of that process. And he was his right-hand man. Um, I have a question for you guys. Just not not having a ton of information on him, just knowing those three things that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. and looking at someone like Patrick Vieira, who do you think has a has a better pedigree? Who do you think is a, is a bigger
0: get for MLS? Dominic Tarrant? Or Patrick Vieira. Headlines wise, it was Patrick Vieira, right? Yeah, I'm not asking him headlines wise, right, just, but I'm saying it's a bigger get in terms of the profile it brings to the league, right? Which is still an issue for Major League Soccer, so it looks good for that reason, right? And then when Vieira actually does well, it looks even better because it looks like it wasn't a desperate gamble, like let's get a famous manager and see what happens. Turns out he was actually a, a good coach. But yes, one with the pedigree um, of Turan, I think that is also um, a huge, huge get as well. So I'm, I'm basically saying they're both they're both big gets, just in very different ways. Yeah, just, I mean, I mean, publicity wise, I would
4: agree with that. I would say Turand, definitely the the better manager. Uh, like at least from the outset let me put it that way not Mm -hmm. like you know Van Vieira is right now but I remember we had had, I think we had Matt Doyle on the show and we were talking about how like it it could be like a horrendous decision to appoint Patrick Vieira because he didn't have like did he have any experience he had like a little experience he had just done his coaching badges so he was the Elite development squad manager or coach at uh, Manchester City. So, you know what that sounds like? That sounds like some bullshit you put on a resume when you yeah. haven't done anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like I it means, a, it means
0: youth team coach, super yeah.
1: important manager. <laughs> yeah. uh, so. I, I'm an elite outlook uh, yeah. so <laughs> a supervisor, you the elite janitorial service <laughs> manager. Wow. <laughs> uh, but here's the reason why I say that I don't think MLS can convince the right hand man of a championship winning. Coach that wins everywhere he goes to come coach an MLS for his first. I don't think coaching. MLS
0: convinced him to do it. I, yeah, I think, I'm saying I is, think City Football Group, it, it. which is the point yeah. I'm
1: trying to make. The, the circumstances allowed us to get a coach we normally wouldn't get, giving an opportunity to a big name coach to finally get out of the youth system. Mm-hmm. It's probably I if I think if we would have tried to give uh, Henri to coach, he would have done it. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know that that's as hard to get. I think it's harder to get someone like Adoma Torrent who would be like, oh, I don't want to go to MLS. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm winning. I'm winning the league everywhere in La Liga, in Bundesliga, in, in Premier League. Why am I going to go to MLS? Helping to be the head coach? win. This is helping
0: his play. win the league. Yeah, that's the thing. No, that's the thing. That this he is won the league. Well, yeah. But this is win it himself. Right. This is his play to be his own man, to be the guy at the top of the ticket. Right. If it like, wasn't for City Football Group, he wouldn't have made that decision. I don't think.
4: I think he would have waited for an opportunity in Europe. Yeah, maybe, but this gives him the chance to do it in Major League Soccer. The, the, so point, the, be- point, the point that we're saying is simply like, you're saying he won the league. He was he was an assistant coach or he was whatever, like a first team coach or something like that. Mm-hmm. This is his opportunity to win a league as head coach, which yeah. is a different thing, which then gives him that bump in the resume.
1: The point I'm making is someone else in the same position, Domi Turan, I don't think would look. If there was no connection in boss, I don't think he would look or uh, towards MLS to be the opportunity to say like, let me win the league. I yeah. think he would Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, think I don't think either one of
0: us disagree. Yeah, I think yeah. what's happening is we we're agreeing, but you're still arguing for some reason <laughs>
4: yeah, right. yeah. because oh, yeah. I want to win,
0: even though we're agreeing. <laughs> yeah. You want to win, even when we're on or the same you, page. Like, I'm a little worried that Alexis
4: will one day develop multiple personalities because it's gonna be him in a room like, no, yes, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't win. I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't win an argument,
2: so everyone agrees yeah. and apologizes to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if I develop multiple personalities, they're all gonna be dumb. That's how you always. That's how you always close the show, right? We all apologize to you. Exactly. So final game that we want to talk about uh, uh, Los Angeles Galaxy against, there's more uh,
3: against, so long still show, going uh, long a show, it? I'm so tired a
2: lot of teams in this league <laughs> uh, final game uh, Los Angeles Galaxy hosts uh, Orlando City goals 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 at the StubHub Center and that's very that. yeah when Orlando City plays we know that there will be lots of goals scored on they'll be scored but mm-hmm. they did score a couple and it, we were watching this game at Brendan's Pub while we were being uh, while we were imbibing free alcohol uh, and uh, I
1: remember some of it.
2: <laughs> uh, so we made it extra entertaining because Zlatan did get his first hat trick in Major League Soccer. Hat trick! <laughs> wow. wow! Saved it for Cooligan, so thank you. Ooh. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! You did it! Uh, but uh, look, I mean, we can. It's great for Zlatan. Great for LA Galaxy. Uh, th- I think we we see that both of these teams have so ser- like very serious problems defending. In, in, in soccer games, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they do not. <laughs> Let's try them in court. In <laughs> other <laughs> settings, they might be fine, but uh, in soccer games, they they're, they both struggle. And we we can easily get excited about uh, about Zlatan scoring a whole bunch of goals. But what the hell is going on with LA Galaxy? And we are look. I, I think Orlando's done for the year. They've already, they've already benched uh, Joe Bendik. Uh, the, I think the, I think they've kind of given up, but. LA Galaxy, Mike, oh, is it Michael Ciani? They are so bad. I I just can't even fathom why they are so bad defensively. Is it it Siggy Schmidt's fault? Is it just. The, def- the, the defenders fault. They're not even like uh, uh, changing the lineups enough in the back
0: line to, to try to make some improvement or
2: make so a statement.
0: I haven't, so I haven't watched lot of the LAX here, especially yeah. not lately. Just looking at their lineup and then looking at what happened in this game, I think one of the things they've tried to figure out up front is how to get uh, Gio De Santos, uh, Ola Kamara, and Zlatan all playing together, right? And from yeah. what I could see, it was what, Zlatan and Kamara as uh, partners yeah. and Gio Santos just behind. Then they end up playing like, well, it's like a 3-4-1-2, right? That's exactly what and they're doing is one of the wing backs. I think they're just they're taking a lot of gambles <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right with but to get to get to Santos Kamara, and Zlatan all playing in their preferred positions, they're, they're essentially <laughs> missing a defender uh, to do that and I think I think that is a, a recipe for goals but it makes go, uh, games involved in the LA Galaxy extremely entertaining but, and but is Perry Kitchen just not a good defensive central defensive midfield he played because in DC for I a long time, time right he did. yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah but he slides
1: back and DeSantos the both DeSantos kind of go forward mm-hmm. so I any has kind of has I mean Kitchen kinda of has to handle it on his own, no?
0: I'm not him sure. I mean I haven't watched enough of reading it.
1: Him
2: and Ashley Cole. I think Ashley Cole seems to be uh, yes, he is he is a wing back, but he seems to be He finds himself forward. He's everywhere. He yeah, has yeah. to do
1: everything because he has and to And how co- old is he? Thirty seven? Like <laughs> I think it's he a is, lot yeah, He that's has right. to
2: cover for a lot of the mistakes that the defenders make. Mm-hmm. Uh but it, it is just baffling because one we and we talked about this
0: a bunch. Free Diaz say. That's what I say. Who Thomas Thomas Diaz Assy, isn't that his name?
4: Oh, Hilliard Arce. Hillyard that's what I said.
0: Arce. Thomas Hilliard Arce. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I was like, Raul yeah. R- Diz Arce retired a long yeah, that's time ago. I did. Ago. Sorry. Yeah, yeah but like,
0: Thomas Hilliard Arce, I think, I I only know this from uh, our friend Travis Clark. I'm sure you guys know him as well from Top Dry Soccer. Yeah, of course. He's really hyped on this guy as a central defender. And yet, for some reason, they will not take a gamble and start him. It's his first year. Yeah, but the what, what are the other guys doing? I mean, you know? uh, yeah, the other options aren't really working. Yeah.
4: So,
1: yeah. And by the way, when he did play, he when he has played, he's looked great. I don't know why he's not starting.
0: Yeah, what, I watching these. games Maybe game, they got him confused as I said, and that's why they're not playing him centre back. It happened. It's, ha, it's happened to the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> too close to Jazzy's art as I can't, I really <laughs>
2: But uh, are we excited that uh, Zlatan got his first hat trick? I know be, because of that, uh, they, that. That game was on mm, Sunday, Monday. What was that game? That game was Sunday. Sunday night. Sunday night. And then Azlatan uh, uh, did announce that he was not going to be playing in the All-Star game yeah. uh, after that. And because of that, he is going to be suspended for uh, the, the next game because that is uh, Major League Soccer rules. And mm-hmm. we follow them and we all think they're great. Yep. 100%. Uh, <laughs> Nothing
1: wrong has ever happened.
2: But he did make that conscious choice to... I can't to, wait to get my MLS show money. It's going to be so
3: great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he did make that conscious choice to, 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 to rest instead of playing in the All-Star game. Uh, do Are we upset, Zlatan, for
1: doing that. No, I mean I think it's so stupid that your punishment for bowing out of an extra game is to lose another game. It's like, oh, I get double the vacation? Cool. <laughs> yeah. That'll suck. I assume he does not get paid for that game, so He's not mean? getting paid much anyway. He's here for the for the visa contract, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So who gives a shit? Visa's not going to take money away from him. <laughs> yeah, but, so, I mean, here's my thing. They're in third place, which I was shocked. I actually thought they were a little bit uh, lower than that. So Zlatan scoring three goals is is amazing, right? It shows his ability to start to develop confidence in scoring in the league. It's his, He's starting to get inside the heads of the defenders. He's figuring out the league. He can score. He scores everywhere he goes. Here's my problem. They gave up three goals. Right. Yeah. You score Legos. Like you're not gonna be able to do that in the playoffs. You're not mm-hmm. gonna win an MLS Cup by scoring a ton. You have to stop
4: this, the bleeding. Yeah, we we had a we had a listener question about that once because I think we were, we were discussing Orlando City. I'm sorry, Orlando City fans. Uh, and I think it was like, oh, they were winning at the time, like four to three and three to two. Mm-hmm. And I went like, oof. And somebody asked like why that was my response and it was exactly that it's because at a certain point Zlatan is going to be suspended or Zlatan's going to take a game off or he won't find the back of the net in a game and if you remove those three goals that's a lo- that's a loss instead and then you run into problems so yeah it's about fixing the defense first yeah. and then maybe also keeping Zlatan happy because that's it, important
0: But as neutrals so I'm going to enjoy the bleeding Indeed <laughs> It's fun to watch that <laughs> yeah. game was really fun to watch especially <laughs>
4: yeah. when Leje came on Hey Ooh, yeah. I thought the most interesting thing about Los Angeles <laughs> hey, now, that I learned on the, it, I learned on this tour actually about Los Angeles is that the best New York style pizza according to Alexis Guerrero's, is found in Los Angeles. You wouldn't expect is that, that right? but that's what he says. Huh. Only dogs can hear me screaming. <laughs> uh, my favorite moment of
2: this match uh, had to be uh, watching Sasha Kleshin be so
1: angry at his teammates. <laughs> yeah. How badly does that guy regret going to Orlando? He is, he is as perturbed on Orlando City as he was when you and I tried to talk to him at MLS Cup. <laughs> <laughs> he hated us so much. He wanted to, he lied to get away from it. He He's like, "Oh, this is oh, his old friend." And the guy was like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta talk I gotta talk to this he's guy He's a yeah. very creative guy Yeah, yeah very Yeah he sent us a through,
0: A through ball Away from him uh, I, He, he looks, and, and that guy Was like an Orlando teammate Right yeah. He you up yeah, And right. I was, like, I was like What I was like,
1: Why'd you come over here I don't know I'm just And send us to you um, He he does not want To be there at all When Jason Christ Got fired He's like Me please <laughs> Why couldn't it be me <laughs> Yeah I feel
2: bad I mean RJ Allen Our friend uh, Formerly of NYCFC We interviewed him we hung out with his mom and his uh, current fiance. Uh, I, I do not know why I said current fiance
1: because she he, wasn't back then.
2: Though. She wasn't back then. Yeah, <laughs> she, so, had she had multiple
0: fiance. Multiple fiance. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> the but. old
1: fiance was cool. <laughs> this one's
2: great. Though. <laughs> uh, but seeing seeing as look, like, we've hung out with him, right? And seeing him struggle, I don't know if you've ever been around, like had any kind of uh, friendship with any player, and then seeing them perform, and then you you have a you're more sympathetic towards. You feel bad for their situation. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and right. that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, uh, you know, uh, if NYCFC plays Orlando, I'm not rooting for RJ Allen to win, but I, you know, uh, hopefully plays well, has a good yeah. showing. So has- you want
0: you want like a four-two NYCFC win, but RJ Allen gets two goals. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, dude, I think it's just the constant week and week out,
1: just watching the team he's on play bad, mm. like badly, <laughs> like. Yeah. Damn, son. <laughs> My bad. Yo, was it us? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is it. That is the end
2: of the show. We've covered Major League Soccer with Total Soccer Show, and this was I, it was an honor for us. I know it was an honor for you. You don't even have to say anything. You damn right it was.
1: <laughs> of course fact, it was. Silence says it all.
2: <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for joining us on this show. We will wrap up as uh, as we always do. Oh baby, uh, the, in the most fun way possible.
3: Tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Yo, Total Soccer Show is only have one host. for <laughs> <laughs> he is good good thing there
2: aren't any more shows because Taylor would not make no, any of it. the others. I want to
1: punch him in the throat, but then I think then maybe he wouldn't sound like a sixteen-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh my god I got that every stop of the tour it's yeah. like Daryl looks exactly like I thought he would you yeah. I thought would be like a wayfish blonde boy yeah.
1: you look like a mountain man who, who <laughs> ate a 16 year old boy and you open your mouth and allow that boy to speak out of your throat
4: <laughs> you know what that's you, exactly what happened <laughs> during, uh, during the
2: show in Atlanta you were wearing the, the hat that we got that MLS gave yeah. us and uh, you had that flat brim flat brim low Brad Low, and then you got the you got the beard going. I was like, "Yo, is French
4: Montana on stage right I now?" I was just
1: about to say he looked like an extra from a French Montana video. <laughs> Hilarious. Well,
4: I like his better because I was actually French Montana in that one, as <laughs> opposed to an extra from a French Montana.
1: But yeah, okay, his
0: was better.
4: <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for doing the show. So uh,
0: yeah, yeah. How, how do you guys wrap up? I don't know me listen to the end because it's so long. <laughs> oh wait, you don't. It doesn't take you five days to listen to one episode, as opposed to five days to listen to five episodes. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I don't know who that was a shot at. <laughs> All of those. <both. laughs>
3: everybody gets it. Shots
1: fired straight yeah. up in the air. <laughs> you know the rules of this podcast. Everybody gets it. Even me. That's what Gunny told me. <laughs> Gunny's gone rogue. <laughs> click, click. Oh, yeah, he says everybody gets it.
2: So uh, uh, so my name is Christian Polanco. Mine is Alexis Guerrero. Mine is Taylor Rockwell.
0: My name is Daryl Grove. And, and together, together, what are we? The
3: Kooligans!